Another warm night. Yeah, I was looking forward to this actually. Yeah, no, seriously. Once it gets cold, man, I hate being up here. But the fire is burning in the background. Exactly. And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 46. Can you believe it? Of Thirst and Goal. Are you getting sick of that intro, Ben? I am are, not. Are you okay with that? I love that intro. Oh, okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm it not sets sure if we the should, tone for our show. If we should switch off. You know, maybe you should do it some weeks, or, or, or maybe I should tame it down a little bit. Like, oh, no, you have that uh, Al Michaels <laughs> voice that just resonates through the airwaves. No, well, absolutely, I Welcome gr- back. Episode 46 of for Thirst our, and Goal. Our sweaty, <laughs> our sweaty picks. Uh, Franny, how was your week this week? Oh, man, another, another long week, Ben. Another long week. I think it's time for vacation. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Again. I agree. We're here. Franny is right across the table from me. Sonia is going to be joining us momentarily. A little bit later, a little bit later. Maybe my sister as well. She never watches football, doesn't know anything about football, but she does uh, partake in the occasional drink. Yes, exactly. So that is also part of the show. Absolutely. Ben, how was your week this week? I was a long, long week at work. I will, you know, I'm not going to try to hide that fact, but uh-huh. I, I have, it was my birthday this weekend. So yes, I'm it a was, bit, Ben. Happy birthday. A little bit birthday. happy about that, so you thank you. You got the happy birthday sign hanging up behind you. You also have that football right above your head. I do. The black and yellow football representing the Steelers. Yes, yes, Whom indeed. you love, Ben. You love the Steelers. I love me some Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Not so but. much. Friday, what are you drinking over there? You know what, Ben? I am drinking some I'm just Templeton Rye. Templeton, I'd turn my head right there. Templeton Rye and Coke. And it's actually pretty good. It's it's good with Coke. It's good by itself, the Templeton Rye. But with the Coke, it has this nice sort of sweetness to it. It's very good. What about you, Ben? You're still drinking your uh your gin? I am indeed. I am drinking the botanist I lay gin. I need to post it. I still haven't posted it. Uh, I think, yeah, I posted, posted it. It. I posted it on Twitter for sure. And Franny was actually also nice enough to get me a beautiful, beautiful bottle of the Port Charlotte Heavily Peated Isla, Isla Single Malt, Isla. 10 year single malt scotch from the beautiful, beautiful Isla. 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 Sorry, in Scotland. Yeah, uh, so well, I'm also you, drinking you have, that as well. Yeah, Ben, you, I mean, you, you, you've become a, a connoisseur of sorts when it comes, maybe not so much, but but you do enjoy uh, the, the smoky peatiness of the island sort of scotches uh, from Scotland, obviously. Um, so, that, you know, I, I figured... This would be, you know, peatier than the Ardbeg, but it, it doesn't. It has a nice creaminess to it's it. It's beautiful, is actually, in fact. It is actually very, very good. It's very balanced. A very good uh, Isla Scotch. I mean, it won't, it won't be part of our taste test tonight. We already have five uh, Isla Scotches for that. But uh, this one, we tried. It's pretty good. It's really good. It has a, a smoothness, a creaminess to it. And the finish is, uh, as Franny mentioned earlier, actually, um, far more smoky than peaty. peaty. Mm-hmm. The peatiness doesn't hang around as long as yeah. the smokiness, it, but it has a creaminess that the Ardbeg does not have. Yeah, it kind of hits you and then it kind of goes away, but then you have that, that smokiness kind of lingering in your mouth. And I love it. Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? As we do every single week. Then we talk about <laughs> NFL news. We have our housekeeping. We also have our week nine recap. We have our shout outs to our fellow podcasters out there. We have our week 10. Can you believe it? I week can't believe it. 10. We're talking about picks. playoff odds already. I know. Seriously. But the Steelers are in the hunt, uh, as are the Eagles. They're in the hunt like John Kerry during the 2004 election. <laughs> <laughs> they look awkward out there stalking their prey. <laughs> We have our shot of the week, which tonight, Ben, 
is for your birthday. It it's a birthday is, cake it shot. Is. It looks beautiful. It, it is, looks it beautiful. Looks, it looks we'll definitely have to delicious. get your, your sister Elena out oh, here yeah, for definitely. the birthday shot. And Sonia will I have think to she's get had out a couple. Well. We haven't tried it yet, but she's she's had a couple already. She's sipping on it. We have our taste test for yes, the evening. Our we do. five, no, four Isla Scotches. One from the Isle of Skye. So we'll be doing that taste test. I'm sure Sonia will partake in that as Absolutely. well. We have our beverage of the night, which is another bourbon. We've had plenty of bourbons on the show. This is the Old Forester 1870. We've had uh, we had a, like, was it Old Forester Rye? I couldn't remember. I can't remember exactly yeah, which it was, one it was. Uh, the 100 proof. Uh, Uh, Yeah, it was the 1920, I believe. That's that's what it was. Uh, We also have our beer of the week, which is another Einstock. We've enjoyed uh, beers from this brewery, and we're going to try another one for tonight. So many to choose from, and they've all been great so far. We have the quiz of the night. Yes, we do. Which is my quiz. I've had it ready for a couple of weeks now. No rock, paper, scissors this week. Not this week. And we have our Burns Betting Corner making a return once again all season long. Yes, although I might not have any money left after (laughs) last week, so uh, please don't rewind to the last episode episode you'll be sorely disappointed if you join me in those wagers and these are just for fun yes by the way with your monopoly money and to end the show we have some more housekeeping yes indeed all right friday what's first up on the big board first up on the big board ben we have our nfl news yes it's too bad sonia is not out here for this one we have a little bit of nfl news for the seattle seahawks this week uh, Josh Gordon cleared to play, uh, gave his press conference this week, his initial press conference this week, cleared and was uh, able to pass his physical. Uh, the physical was conducted Saturday, one day after Seattle claimed him off waivers from New England, and it confirms that Gordon is indeed healthy and ready to go. Gordon will join a loaded Seahawks pass-catching core already, featuring slot receiver and number one receiver Tyler Lockett and electric rookie D.K. Metcalf. It's a pretty enticing arsenal for MVP leader Russell Wilson, the current current leader in touchdown passes with 22. Franny, what say you? I was hoping Sonia would say something nice about Josh Gordon here. Yeah. But I'm really, really excited to see uh, Josh Gordon joining this, this, this team. I honestly believe that any coach out there can get the best out of Josh Gordon. It is Pete Carroll, and he has landed in exactly yeah. the right spot. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I mean, he's always had issues. I mean, that's why he was cut, basically, by, by the Patriots and, and cut by the Browns. By the Browns, of all teams. I mean, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there's no telling. We, have a, we shouldn't judge their cuts any more, any more uh, harshly than their signings. They don't know what they're doing, either in the cuts or the signings. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, we mentioned last week, you know, I think he's a great addition to the team. Um, you know, Russell Wilson is playing at MVP levels right now. I mean, he's, 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 he's been elite his entire career, basically. But this year is probably the best season he's put together so far. Uh, he's getting a little extra help from you know the offensive line, which has always struggled uh, since he's been there. Um, but I, I think having the extra weapon out there should help the team. I mean, I agree. They're, they're, and they just, their defense needs yeah. to step up, though. Their defense is not what it, it used to be. It is not what it used to be. They could have traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, but oh, they did yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so they actually cut, uh, they actually cut their fourth round pick from 2019 this past week, which was one of the highest... Uh, highest drafted players they've ever cut in the uh, initial year for that player. I can't remember the receiver's name, but they did cut their wide receiver that they took in the fourth round. So this brings Lockett is playing lights out. Oh yeah, right now he's been making some Metcalf. great catches, Ben. And you have both Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett on your fantasy team. And last week they both went off, and you had 
I think the most points ever I in did. our fantasy league. I did. I think it was darn close. Yeah. I think it was darn close. I mean, I think uh, Wilson alone had 70 points. Pretty close to yeah. it. But, I mean, you know, our numbers are kind of skewed. We're very QB friendly in our league. Yeah. Well, you know, as it should be. The it, league it, is QB friendly. It, it is. It is exactly. Um, which is kind of weird. Whenever I'm watching the ticker on the bottom, when I'm watching the NFL Network, like the, the QBs are scoring 17 points while the running backs have like 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the brains of the operation is the QB. Yeah. I don't know why you're penalized as a QB for whatever scoring touchdowns you get less points than a running back or whoever would be yeah, so that doesn't make I any mean, sense our, our, our league has it skewed to you know how important that player is, is to a certain team more so, realistic more real I, I believe so I believe so but Ben that was a crazy week yeah yeah I, I enjoy that and I'm going to enjoy watching Josh Gordon play as well yeah. uh, next up we have some sad news depending on how you look at <laughs> things down in carolina we have some sad news down there cam newton has been sent to the ir with surgery expected shortly on his injured foot uh newton has one year left on his contract he's 30 years old and he's consider con- but considering he's been hit far more times 1235 to be exact than any other quarterback in the league since 2011 oh, who's counting right? newton is a mere shell of the player who once won the MVP award and took his team to the Super Bowl. The Panthers would save $19.1 million on the 2020 salary cap by moving on and cutting their once-star once player uh, from five-year $103.8 million deal he signed in 2015. They would carry only $2 million in dead money. Since losing Super Bowl 50 to Denver in his MVP season, Newton ranks 30th, 30th. Way down there. In total QBR at 48.6, just behind Cincinnati's beloved Andy Dalton uh, and ahead of Blake Bortles. Just sandwiched between Blake Bortles and Andy Dalton. That's where you want to be uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. Dalton recently was benched, and Bortles is a backup who I didn't even know was still in the league, but I guess he's, he's backing up Goff He's a good in backup. LA. He's a good backup. Come on. Man, you love... No, I don't, I don't like Blake Bortles. Don't get me wrong. I don't like Blake Bortles. But if you have a guy that started in the league for so many years and he's your backup, you're already ahead of the game. That is true. That is true. If you, I mean, but you have to characterize what he did. A start, I guess, because he, he was the person on the field were, at the game when the game began. They were in the AFC Championship game with him. And they did beat the crap out of the Steelers <laughs> in, in the playoffs two years ago. That is true. Uh, since week 10 last season, according to ESPN stats and information, Newton's total QBR is 33.2, which puts him just ahead of Tana- Tennessee's Ryan Tannehill and Miami's Josh Rosen. He is Your in good company there. Favorite quarterback. I, I'm, I, still have, I still have high hopes for Josh Rosen. Yeah. I still have high hopes for Josh Rosen. And if USC continues down this ridiculous road with their head coach, UCLA may be the number one football team in Los Angeles. Franny, what say you about Cam Newton essentially, potentially, playing his last game ever in the Carolina Blue? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 an, it's the end of an era in uh, Carolina. I mean, he, he, he was considered—I mean, he was, elite, he was an elite quarterback— yeah. I mean, he was one of the best in the league, uh, but it, like you said, ever ever since he lost that Super Bowl, he was never the same. Yeah, and it's you and know, it's, and he's, he was never one of my favorite quarterbacks to begin with, just because of um, how pouty he gets when he's losing. 
And he gets all excited when he's winning. I mean, just mentally, he's not, you know, there, it seems, you know? I yeah. Mean, Although he is. I mean, he he puts his outfits together after yeah, oh yeah. after even a terrible, terrible and even loss. Then, Give Baker Mayfield credit. At least he went out there looking like looking like a, 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 he looked like he a got homeless beat. person yeah. after the game. He looked like he's supposed to look after you get your ass beat down. And, and if your quarterback dresses like Cam Newton, maybe you should start questioning things as well. Um, but, you know... You know, it's he's going to get traded somewhere. Somebody's going to be desperate enough to pick him up. Bears, um, maybe. You know, Josh, Josh Allen in 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 uh, with Carolina now. I mean, he's only lost one Kyle. game. So jo- Kyle Allen, Kyle, Jesus Christ, yeah, Josh, Kyle, Daniel, yeah, whatever. There's three Allens yeah. starting in the league right now, so I can see how you would pick them up. There's three yeah, but, of them. I mean, he he's playing he's playing pretty well. He's play, he's lost one game so far against you know, what is arguably the best team in the league that got blown out, which is not shocking. Um, but, uh, you know, it, 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 I'm sure a lot of fans in Carolina, you know, this is, this is sort of a surprise to them. Yeah, I mean, he had his he had his shot there. I mean, they had a couple good years. You know, he won the MVP award, went to the Super Bowl. And, you know, his body just let him down. Uh, you know, I remember watching the national championship game when he was with Auburn, and he essentially single-handedly was able to get that team over the hump to win that national championship. I mean, he was running the ball. He was throwing the ball. He just took too many hits and never worked on his mechanics. I mean, I, when I watch Lamar Jackson play, that's, you know, that's sort of – that's what I think. I mean, are you making a deal with the devil here? You're going to take, you know, five or six years of amazing play, sacrificing your body uh, in hopes to potentially win a championship – when your career could potentially be longer if you played a different style mm-hmm. uh, at qu- at the quarterback position, and it's just it's too bad because he really when when he was on his game yeah. in the mid two thousand tens whatever you call it uh, he was a really fun player yeah. to watch very athletic strong arm you know but also just just mentally he just he's a little know, he's a little uh, you know the, the the interview where he talked about his injury with the cigar and yeah. the smoking jacket. <laughs> Uh, he's he's a character. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but he, you know, he. Will I don't know land. if he's the kind of guy that could motivate the team because if things are going south, then you notice it with him. Yeah, right. He's the first guy that's moping on the sideline. He's not trying to fire his guys up. He's just there moping and 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 just has that silly look on his. Yeah, face. like Philip Rivers throwing four interceptions and yelling at your center yeah. when you have a false start. <laughs> that's the kind of classy play that you expect out of these guys. Uh, but yeah, he'll end up in Chicago. I mean, I don't know if he. I mean, Chicago is really tough on their quarterbacks yeah. in the press. And but in they've the never media. really had a good quarterback in Chicago. Uh, that's just Jim McMahon, and he wasn't a particularly yeah, good quarterback. Was, no, they've they've never had a really good quarterback there. I, yeah, I can't think. I, I mean, mean, if Cam Newton went there, he would probably be the one of their top quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, he'd be better than what's his name, who uh, never looked like he was even awake. Rex Grossman or oh, uh, uh, Plummer or Plum- no, no, Jake? Uh, no, uh, Jake I, the well, Snake was it? Jake Plummer was that? Who was? Yeah, it? Get, I, I mean, I'm drawing a blank. He went there to Miami was, for a minute too. Yeah, I don't know. There, there was two guys back to back there who were almost the same quarterback, just different dudes. But Jake <laughs> was there for a long time and just never was able to get you know get the fans behind him. I can't it believe neither one of us can remember his name. Well, he's not very memorable. He finished his career up in Miami. Uh, but next up, we have some good news or interesting news uh, from a former Eagle player and an interesting decision by the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. 
Jags head coach Doug Marone confirmed Tuesday that Nick Foles will be the team's starting quarterback following the Week 10 bye, according to the team's official website. The news comes after uh, the four-turnover meltdown by six-round rookie sensation Gardner Minshew against the Houston Texans in London. Prior to that game, Minshew mania was in full force in Jacksonville with mustaches selling off the shelves and the rookie sporting a 13-4 to TD to INT ratio and being included in discussions for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And there has been a lot of speculation that Foles, who broke his collarbone in Week 1, would not regain his job as a starting quarterback when he was eligible to be activated from injured reserve in Week 11. The Jags have a big financial incentive to start Foles. Ah, uh, it was Jake, Jake oh, Cutler. Oh, Jake Cutler. There you go. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. I that, think Plummer was also there, but they were both like there was the same dude. Just Jake Plummer. Names. Where the hell was Jake Plummer? That name uh, rings uh, a bell, too. Was, he, I think was, it was it Arizona? Was, Oh, uh, no, I think he was also with the Bears. With oh, the he might have been with the Bears. Yeah. Uh, the Jags have a big financial incentive to start Foles, when they, who they signed to a four-year, $88 million contract back in March, which included a $50 million guarantee, Oof. and Marone is likely coaching for his job. The Jags are in win-now mode and are still in contention for the AFC South. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Adam Vinatieri. It is possible <laughs> they will go back to Minshew if the team falls out of playoff contention. Interesting, interesting decision yeah, it is. by the Jags. What say you about your Super Bowl winning hey, I mean, quarterback? Nick Foles will always be a hero to all Eagles fans. Uh, I just don't know if this is the right decision for the Jaguars, though, because Minshew hasn't really done anything wrong. He's actually played pretty well. He has good pocket presence. Um, he, 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 he's pretty accurate with the, with the football as well. And, uh, you know, putting Foles in there right now. I mean, he's not as uh, mobile as Minshew has been. It seems like he has had to be mobile yeah. uh, to keep, that keep drives line. alive. Um, but I, I think with uh, with the Jaguars, they they want to figure out what they have there with Nick Foles because he was pretty pricey. You know, if he, if he struggles, if he goes out there and he struggles, um, then, uh, you know, they, they may move on. Maybe look to trade him if, yeah you know so I, I think that's the only reason they're putting him in but in that division all the teams are pretty close they're jumbled up you don't want to mess anything up because the jacksonville jaguars they could potentially make the playoffs yeah they could and, and the way that the contract is structured with the guaranteed money on the front end uh a trade would not cost the subsequent team or the tradee a particularly large sum of money if they were to move him in the offseason but this is this is this is Foles, right yeah yeah i mean he's coming in in week 10 Six games to go after that. <laughs> Playoffs potentially around the corner. But he actually was playing. I mean, the game that he broke his collarbone yeah. early in the season, I think it was either the first game or the second game, he had actually played really well, well it was like in that game. Five for eight yeah. and a touchdown. Uh, a very nice throw to the corner of the end zone um, in, in week one. Uh, but, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was a... It was a lucky catch. I mean, he just kind of threw it up there, and it was lucky that his receiver came down with it. Um, but, you know, I'm, as, as an Eagles fan, I'm excited to see what Nick Foles can do with the Jaguars, I'm just not sure if it's the right decision right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting in that he he is an experienced quarterback. Oh, I yeah. mean he had a full season, I believe, under his belt that wasn't particularly uh, with the Rams. That wasn't particularly. I don't know if he played a full season with the Rams. Was it the full season? Who did he play a full season with? Mm, I'm not sure if it was maybe with the Eagles after he came in. And that following after that twenty-seven and two season, where he threw 27, 27 touchdowns and two interceptions, that following season, I'm not sure if it was a full season or if he broke his collarbone in that season. So I'm not sure if he has actually finished a full season in the NFL. 
Uh, that may be true. Yeah. Uh, but the Jags are four and five. It's not like they are leading the division, and it's a much much easier decision for for Doug Marone to make. I I, I actually. Now that I've thought about it and I've had some time to really think and the mull last, it over, I actually think that they the should. The last 45 seconds. They should go with Foles. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's got the experience. He's coming down the stretch. He won't have to play a full season. He has the, the experience of a playoff run of what it takes to beat teams uh, where you aren't, either aren't supposed to win or you're, you're on the wrong side of the betting line, and he's able to overcome that and win those games. At least he did with the Eagles mm-hmm. on two separate occasions. So I think starting Foles to see what you have at get out of him, and if he plays really, really well, you could cut ties with Minshew and trade potentially trade Minshew next year, or you could move on from Foles. And I mean, it's a good situation for mm-hmm. the Jags to be in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I really want to see Foles play. Maybe that's just my heart that just wants to see him succeed. Uh, with the Steelers, not you know, Steelers aren't going anywhere. <laughs> so if the but the Jags with Foles, that would be something to behold. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we had some interesting news coming out of the team that nobody wants. <laughs> the loss. The lo- there was a news or a, an article this week in the Athletic, which essentially is a huge, huge uh, sports. Uh, it's a website. It's an app. It's everything. They write articles constantly, all the time, every day, and they essentially opined this past week that the Chargers would entertain a offer from the NFL and from London, from the city of London, or the you know whoever organizes the NFL in London, to move to London. But we got a really, really interesting response from Chargers owner Dean Spanos, who emphatically, emphatically shot down the report from The Athletic that his team has been discussed for a possible move to London. NFL.com reports. It's total fucking bullshit, okay? That's what he said. (laughs) We're not going to London, Spanos told reporters on Tuesday. We're not going anywhere. We're playing in Los Angeles. This is our home. This is where I'm planning to be for a long fucking time, period. Uh, The Chargers moved to Los Angeles ahead of the 2017 season and currently play home games at Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. They will move to SoFi Stadium in Inglewood next season, which will also be the home of the Los Angeles Rams. Franny, what say you about the Chargers I possibly moving I don't believe to it. London? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Really? No. I, mean, I think it would be a really smart move for the NFL to do that. I don't think it's smart. To I move. mean, there's a whole bunch of tax tax implications and contract yeah, implications. I, 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 and I, I just think it's a lot, of, a lot of traveling. You know, even even for the East Coast teams, it's not that it's like traveling to the West Coast, basically. You know, flying to London is basically like flying to you know Seattle or L.A. or San Francisco. So I I, I just think you know keep everything in in the U.S. And so it's good to occasionally have those games in London, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's a good idea to move any team to London. It would be interesting. I, th- I mean, if you, you you would move the Chargers out to the East to the AFC East. Which would ultimately potentially give the New England Patriots a little bit of competition, hopefully. No, no. Which I would like. <laughs> you take a team from the East and move them. You know, you have to rejigger the divisions yeah, a little would. bit uh, because you couldn't have a team, obviously, from California yeah, I, playing. Uh, you know, the, you can't send the Raiders. You can't send yes. the Raiders to London every year. Yeah, exactly. And, to, and all of their Kansas opponents, City and 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 Denver. Um, but no, I, I don't believe the report. I think it's just something made up, and you know, it was interesting to talk about. But I, I. I don't believe it. There was a little bit of consternation. I mean, there is a little bit of consternation brewing between the Rams and the Chargers because the Chargers' uh, season ticket prices were just lowered again to essentially one-third the cost of the Rams' season ticket. So there's a little concern that they're undercutting 
the price for season tickets down there, and, and you may see a lot of people buying Charger season tickets instead of Rams, but I don't buy that. I just thought it was an interesting. Uh, it was very. It was a very predictable response. Mm-hmm. It, it just re- it reminded me of some of like a political response. Like you got caught having conversations about something, and your response is completely over the top with a bunch of f bombs uh, in it, it. It was a little over the top. That is true, but I. I don't believe it. All right. I would like to see it, personally. I would not. All right. <laughs> Disagreement on the pod. All right. Next up, we have the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Cleveland oh, Browns. You love this, ben. I love you this. Love uh, so we have the Browns situation. They are completely imploding. During the last home game for the, for the Cleveland Browns, I don't know if it was a home game or away game, both Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, but primarily Odell Beckham, was told he had to change his Joker shoes in at halftime, or he would not be able to play in the remainder of the game. A losing team with two wins, whose receiver is more concerned with advertising on his shoes than he is to, with whether or not they win the game. And then we had Whitehead, who completely lost it after the last Browns loss and was ultimately cut. This past Monday, oh, yeah. a Brown spokesperson on Sunday night called a series of post-game social media posts by safety Jermaine Whitehead highly unacceptable and inappropriate. Uh, Whitehead missed at least two critical tackle- tackles on big plays by the Bron- or against the Broncos, including a Noah Fant 75-yard catch and run in the second quarter. Whitehead's post began when he responded to criticism of his tackling by radio host Dustin Fox on 92.3 in Cleveland. Fox tweeted, Whitehead's effort tackling today is a joke. Hashtag Browns. Whitehead responded to Fox, come get it in blood. Make blood. I don't know what the blood (laughs) bitch made ass little boy. I'm out here with a broke hand. Don't get smoked. Fuck ass cracker. And there was a few little, other little racist, little racist there. There, there were a yeah. few other. Uh, and in a follow up tweet, he wrote, "Crazy world." They line up and say anything in the book to you. They tell you to take the high road when your whole life it was taught to meet fire with fire. I do apologize for my performance, but having a broke hand and a strong fear of letting my team down is my downfall. So he was ultimately cut this past Monday. Uh, there was some talk that Freddie Kitchens could potentially also be on the hot seat as well, but with Beckham completely doing Beckham-like things, God knows what's going on with Baker yeah, Mayfield and his trench coat, and he shaved his mustache three different times on a, I mean, on game day. Just just when you thought the Browns would actually be good, they had all this talent, and now they are imploding. I mean, it, it's like the Browns just can't get, a, get out of their way. And it's, Even and when it, they try to be good, they're bad. And, you know, Whitehead's comments, you know, I, I mean, come on, you're, you're making millions of dollars. People are out there. Their job is basically to criticize you. It's called the media. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, whatever. Ignore it, man. Just go out there and play the game. Yeah, the season you know? started with, with Baker Mayfield getting into it with Colin Cowherd. Yeah, exactly. Who's like Skip Bayless's concierge. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're like, give me a break, man. These guys are not serious people. No. It's something to listen to. No, I mean, there's a lot of big names on this team, but they're not the right names. You know, it, 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 it's. But the shoes thing was ridiculous. Yeah, that that was a little out there that was with the Joker shoes and everything. I mean, that that, that baby. I mean, and also with the goat shoes last week. Yeah, or was it last week. Yeah, I mean, having having uh, Tom Brady yeah. sign your shoes. I mean, you don't have to do that on the field. You can just go to the locker room afterward. I mean, you know, you, you can have you can communicate with Tom Brady 
you know, outside of that sort of atmosphere. But the TV cameras won't be there for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the. Th- I mean, he's he's going down the Antonio Brown road. I mean, it's it's very yeah. predictable. Do something you're not supposed to do. Get in trouble for doing it. Pretend that you're the victim. Yeah, and it would. Yeah. And even though there's guys all around the league getting fined for wearing. Uh, shoes and other paraphernalia that they're not allowed to wear. There's guys that are being told uh, what to wear and what not to wear. There's guys that are getting fined. He's not the only one that gets yeah. in trouble for this stuff, but it's a very predictable. Do something stupid, get in trouble, go on the media and say, you know, everyone's out to get you. No one wants to treat you fairly. Tom Brady could get away with it. Mm. I mean, earlier in the season, he essentially, he gives Tom Brady go shoes this past week. Earlier in the season when he got in trouble for wearing the watch, he said if Tom Brady did it, he wouldn't get it. Nothing yeah. would happen to him. So he's this is but Tom very, Brady's not wearing it exactly, but it's a very it's a very Antonio Brown like yeah. line of thinking. Like the guy that I just insulted a few weeks ago is the guy that I'm going to go out on national television so that I can get on TV. Uh, uh, I just love the fact that the Browns are going down the crapper. Yeah, and I if, won't do a shot for that. I won't no, do a no, shot no, for no. that. I, I, you know, I and neither will I. <laughs> but I do know? have one coming up. Okay, all right. Try try get the shot. Yeah, we and should, the glasses we should, on we should the table. Probably definitely do a all shot. Right, all right, because this is some good oh, stuff. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, I see it now. I, I'm just looking at at the sheet right here because Ben writes down these agendas that are they're very impressive. Too I many mean, words. Like, too many pages words. long. We're already. Uh, it's a dictionary. How, how far in are we here? We're, Encyclopedia. We're, we're 28 minutes in and we haven't even got to the first game yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, next up, <laughs> but next up we have some sad news from Eagle Land. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Dak- Jackson will have surgery. Yeah. Or did have surgery I mean, this it's past something Tuesday morning. We have spent a lot of time on since we are that many minutes in. Yes, that's uh, true. But it is it is sad that Deshaun Jackson will miss the remainder of the season. Uh, he has an injury somewhere in his core area. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is. He was uh, uh, trying to get some sort of uh, physical therapy on it to try to heal himself, but it didn't work out, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure if he would have made a huge difference for the Eagles this season. He had a good first game, um, you know. It is what it is, yeah, and it, is. it sucks, but, you know, he's up there in age. He's already above 30 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, coming back, I mean, he, I think he was $11 million a year, which is kind of expensive, um, but hopefully, um, you know, he'll come back healthy, but I'm not sure why they didn't do the surgery before. Well, uh, Deshaun Jackson opted not to have surgery seven weeks ago because it is a really tricky injury. In fact, the injury that led to his going on the IR this week uh, was his abdominal muscle completely separating and being torn off the bone. Oh, yeah. uh, Some players can recover uh, or could have recovered a few weeks ago just by rehabbing. That didn't, it, was, it didn't happen in Deshaun Jackson's case. Some core muscle surgeries are successful. Some aren't. Some players say their injury is worse after surgery, and I think that's why Deshaun was making a, you know, sort of making a, a, calculated, a calculated decision there. But some players still feel soreness and pain even after surgery. So mm-hmm. this is too bad because Alson Jeffrey is also a little bit banged up uh, going into going into the bye week. But I just I, I wanted to put that on the agenda because it's it's too bad. No, it sucks. The yeah. fans love him there, and he could have really helped them down the stretch. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. So, <laughs> can't say can't say anything good about the Eagles until they, when they're hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. They'll be like, yeah, they played all right. They played. They did okay this year. They had a lot of a lot of yards to the to the Patriots. Though. That's true. <laughs> 
Uh, next up, Antonio Brown is oh, back in the news. There's a shot on the table. All ben, right, let's the, get the shot ben. on the table. Jim Beam fire on the table because oh. you will say something negative, but I will probably say something negative. Uh, as this well. is ridiculous. A week before he is scheduled to meet with NFL investigators regarding multiple, multiple sexual assault allegations, free agent wide receiver, can I really a free agent? Wide receiver Antonio Brown backtracked Thursday afternoon after a profanity-filled tweet earlier in the day. Then he said he wants the league to clear my name and reiterated that he'll never play in the NFL. Brown tweeted earlier that day, Imagine conforming to a system, giving it 100% to see them treat me like this unfairly. Brown said on Twitter, Making money off my sweat and blood. Fuck the NFL. I'll never play in that shit. Treat black people the worst. Clear my name and go fuck yourself. Hmm. Later the day, he tweeted, I'm just very frustrated right now <laughs> with the false allegations and slander to my name. I love football and I miss it. I just want to play and I'm very emotional about that. I'm determined to make my way back to the NFL ASAP. So I'm guessing that the person that crafted the, the second tweet is not the same person that crafted the first yeah, tweet. I don't think so. I have a funny feeling that Drew Rosenhaus might have crafted that second tweet mm-hmm. or someone that works in his office. But how or somebody that's how, mentally stable right now, because it doesn't seem like Antonio Brown is or has been for a year to two years now. It's been quite a while since he's been on that sort of crazy train. But this is, I mean, this is the same thing that Beckham, I mean, it's everyone's, it's nobody else's fault. It's yeah. got to be, it's a, it's a race thing or they're I, singling I you out. I don't understand the, the, the race. I don't like to get into that whole race thing as it is, but the majority of the league is 75%, I think, you know, is African American and a lot of these guys are paid very well. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't see them being treated any differently from, you know, any white player or, or Hispanic or, you know. Asian, you know, I, I I don't understand where he's coming off with with that. I, I have mean, no it just, idea. It, it works and because saying, it drums people up. Yeah, and, and 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 just you know, saying he doesn't want to play in the fucking league and this and that, and he comes back he, and, and he says calls, I'm frustrated. It's it's like, dude, just just it's just best if you just keep your mouth shut. You know, stay in shape, and you know, if if you don't post these tweets, you might get a team that's going to call you and you know have a workout and maybe sign you. But these these are hurting him. I don't know if he thinks he's doing himself any favors. He's, he I actually mean, probably I, thinks he does. But I would it, it, I would I would ban him from the league. I mean I, I mean you can't go in without evidence. I mean Josh Gordon just got signed by the Seahawks. I mean clearly there are second chances to be had in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the race doesn't have anything to do with it. But if I go into, you know, if you go into work and call your boss a cracker, yeah. you call, <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, obviously directed at Roger Goodell. Yeah. I don't know that you, sh- I mean, if because if you reverse that by, you know, if you reverse the races there, you don't get to play in the league anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah. I mean, it, so I, I just think they should, they should get cut bait with this guy, get rid of him, let him go. Ban him from the league. Yeah. Make him go play in the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> Make him go play in the XFL for $75,000. As he hate me. Yes. As, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, as you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but should we take a shot? We, I mean, we didn't really talk too much shit about oh Tony Brown. God. But let's it's, do it's it anyway. Per our, our, uh, per Blood agreement. our agreement uh, months ago, if you say anything negative about Tony Brown, if I, you know, say anything negative, or, well, for you, Ben, if you say anything negative about Tony Brown or Le'Veon Bell, which you haven't said much negative 
things about it, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, we wanted to or, trade or for him, apparently. In, in your division, if I see anything negative about it, you know, anybody in the NFC East, you know, the, the Cowboys, the Redskins, the Giants, then I take a shot. If Sonia, who's not at the table right now, if she says anything negative about anybody in the NFC West, uh, then she takes a shot, which she still has not. But uh, let's just take a shot. Well, wait and- till I tell you how high the... Cowboys are up the power rankings. Uh, that might that might lead to another shot. Maybe, maybe. I don't think they deserve it. <laughs> uh, I'm take a shot right now. Here we go for that. Mmm. Uh, that's back clearing that's out good. my sinuses again. That's good. So thank you all, all of our listeners out there, for bearing with us through the NFL news. Uh, we just want to give you a few updates on what's going on around the league and the craziness with the Browns, especially and the. Antonio Brown situation and good luck to Josh Gordon oh, yeah. in Seattle because yeah. he deserves I'll, I'll, I'll he deserves funny. to do well. You know, you know, makes it over the hump. I mean, he's had a lot of issues in the league, and you know, I, I hope they can turn things around for him because he he is a talented player. He's a skill he's a skillful player. I mean, him he's and DK good. Metcalf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and and Lockett. Yeah. You know? But I mean, those two big guys with yeah. Lockett in the slot. Uh, and DK yeah, Metcalf. Yeah, yeah. DK Metcalf, Metcalf has really impressed me this year. I mean, you know, they're talking about his route running and this and that, but I mean, it looks like he's doing a pretty good job with his route running and his hands are very good, and he's a fast motherfucker. Yeah, and he's been reeling in some passes. Yeah. yeah. Why y'all wait so long, man? I don't know why anybody waited that long. Yeah, I mean, where did he go in the draft again? It was, in, it was, it was in the deep in the round. second round, it was right? in the second round, but, you know, good for him and good for the Seahawks for making that call and picking him up because he is doing a tremendous job with the Seahawks. Yeah, and I think that's Pete Carroll's M.O., man. He's, he brings these folks in. That other teams don't want, or other teams, you know, are, are undervaluing, yeah. and they give him, he gives them confidence, and uh, they play really well. And he is a physical specimen. Yeah, I mean him. <laughs> I mean those two, those two dudes with Lockett. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be if they had Disley still. I mean, unfortunately, they lost Disley, who was doing doing great at the beginning of the season as well. But wow, with Wilson playing the way he is, I yeah. mean, if if Josh Gordon could be old Josh oh, Gordon, yeah. old Josh Gordon, yeah, that team could be scary. Yeah, if uh, they fix their defense, they, they're getting there. They're getting there. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping. Oh, a little bit of housekeeping. All of our listeners out there, thank you all so much for listening to the show. We truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, We'd love it if you would shoot us an email, a voicemail. Uh, You can call us at 818-350-2680. Please, please, please follow us on Instagram at Thirstand and on Twitter at GoalThirst. If you'd like to send us a question via email, you can email us at podcast thirstandgoal at gmail.com. Please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes if you would be so kind. You can find us on just about every podcatcher out there, including CastBox. CastBox. But please, we really appreciate uh, everything that you guys do, taking time out of your day to listen to our show on your commute, in your backyard, mowing the lawn, whenever it is you listen to our show. We truly appreciate uh, you taking the time to oh, share your life. Because our podcasts are not short. And if they you are not the whole thing. Yeah, if you're listening Who to the knows? whole thing, you know, please let us uh, <laughs> let us. You actually shoot us an email if yes. you are listening to the entire show, and we will send you a free Thirst and Gold T-shirt. Uh, watch, we'll get three hundred. <laughs> get three hundred emails. Don't tomorrow. get ahead of yourself, Ben. Don't and get ahead of yourself. I'll be a second mortgage on to you know, boost up that home equity line. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the free T-shirt, yeah, but thank you for listening. Uh, but cut out that last part. Cut but seriously, that. folks, thank you all so much. We yes. really appreciate it. All of our listeners uh, out there. We really, truly appreciate it. Uh, we're going to do a new listener shout-out next week, get back to that, because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't been doing that as much yeah, because there's so many of you. But thank you all so much. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our Week 9 recap. All right, folks, hold tight. We'll be right back with our Week 
Nine Rika. All right, and we are back, and so is Sonia. Sonia is back in the and house. So is Elena, my sister. Elena, say hello. Hello, how are you? I don't, I don't know <laughs> if you heard that too well, but Elena doesn't. She doesn't watch that much football. I watch no football. But she's a Dolphins fan. A Dolphins fan. Yeah, remember? Jesus Christ! Why would you be a Dolphins <laughs> fan? Of the colors. I guess. Yeah. Oh. The okay. teal and the oh, orange, the and yeah, it's, it's a little girly, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the team with the cats, <laughs> <laughs> Panthers or Jaguars. All right, and Sonia, um, do you yes. have all the? Do you have the games? Uh, I sure there? do. All right, and how did we do last week? Um, we did, did, did yeah. good. No, I'm kidding. When <laughs> we shit now? Um, no, it, it, we looked okay. Uh huh. We looked uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Um, you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, okay. let's go ahead. Uh, the first game was Texans at Jaguars. Jaguars? Jaguars. Jaguar. Jaguars. Uh, 26 to 3 Texans. Uh, Frana, that you was, chose the Jags. That was the London game. Yes. And I was shocked. Me I, too, I, I was considering shocked. Considering they were Jag fans. Exactly. Exactly. Sonia, you were there recently. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you were at. At the stadium at Wembley, exactly, uh, and and like you said, a lot of people in London they are Jag fans, fans of the Jaguars because yeah. unlike well, the Chargers we're talking about maybe moving over there, yeah, uh, but the Jags, sure. uh, you know that 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 has been uh, in play for a while now with them moving to London. That still hasn't happened, but I was shocked though. I, I was shocked that it was that lopsided, twenty six to three. I thought it would be Brutal. a lot closer, uh, you know, division game. Um, but, you know, like we're, me and Ben were talking about earlier, Nick Foles started next week. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'm Minshew. Uh, but Deshaun Watson, 22 of 28, 201 yards, and count them, two touchdowns in the game. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Carlos Hyde, 19, 19 carries for 160 yards, 8.5 yards a carry. And Deshaun Watson only rushed for 37 yards in the game. Duke Johnson added a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins added a touchdown. And Darren Fells added a touchdown in the game. But beautiful, beautiful Minshew was not so beautiful (laughs) across the pond. 27 of 47 for 309 yards and don't count them, zero touchdowns. And do count them, two interceptions. Uh, Not much else of note in the game. Fournette, 11 carries for 40 yards. Gardner Minshew, four carries for 34 yards. A beautiful, beautiful display. I don't know why I keep saying beautiful. I don't know. We'd have to change your (laughs) T-shirt. But 26 to 3. Houston Texans now at six and three, pulling away from the Jacksonville Jaguars at four and five. And unfortunately, the Titans are back there at four and five, and the Colts at five and three. Mm-hmm. Sonia, what'd you think about uh, the Texans beating up on the poor, poor Jaguars? I didn't watch it. <laughs> it was, it was, was six thirty in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it. Was, it. It was too early. I mean, I saw some some highlights from the game, I but I didn't at actually the, at the score. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, twenty six three. Yeah, I woke up and I saw that can't be right. Yeah. But it is. And that's but why I Nick saw, Foles is starting next week. I saw Carlos Hyde with a, a bunch of yards and a bunch of points in fantasy. So I was like, that's a good thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronnie and correction. I are making a comeback in fantasy. Beautiful, beautiful Carlos Hyde. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. What a beautiful man that Carlos Hyde, huh, Ben? I'm trying to break in. I'll check out Carlos Hyde, too. I am now interested in this man. I'd like to see him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 ben thinks so, but I don't know yeah, if he'll think so. Yeah, interest is peaked right 
<laughs> Google Carlos yeah. Hyde. Yeah. yeah. All right. You won't, you won't be impressed. Uh, Friday, what's next up? Uh, or Sonia, or what's, Sonia next up? what's next up? Bears at Eagles. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Big, big win Eagles, for the Philadelphia 22 Eagles. 22 to 14, my friend. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of the Seahawks game. The oh Seahawks and the Falcons the week before, yeah. where the Seahawks jumped out to an early lead and then struggled to yep. hold a lead in the second half. That's basically how this game went. I was not very happy with the performance in the second half. They sort of fell asleep. Um, you know, they should have pushed the pedal to the metal the entire game. But they failed to do so. But uh, they had that long drive at the end of the game. It was like a six-minute drive to sort of ice it. Um, and, you know, they, 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 they squeaked out the victory. Squeaked? squeaked no, out. I mean, I think, that, I think you did more than squeak. Uh, well, okay. Well, when, when the other team's starting quarterback only has 24 yards in the first <laughs> half, yeah, that, that really benefits you. Um, but yes. if, if, they, if, if it was a better team, though, and they have a better quarterback, the Eagles really would have struggled in that game. That's true, but when the game was on the line. Eagles love to get extra guys out, but you've got to keep somebody in to protect the edges. And on the screen pass, here is Miles Sanders. He gets the first down. Huge big third down and Eagles. long mm-hmm. on that big drive that Franny was talking about. Carson Wentz comes Miles through Sanders with a beautiful pass yeah. to Miles Sanders. Miles but Sanders Miles Sanders also, he was in, in, in a good position on the field, had a wide open space in front of him. Alshon Jeffrey also made a huge catch on that drive as well. Um, but still, they won. And I was excited about that first half. Mm-hmm. But not the second. I understand that. Yeah, yeah I mean, and this is—I mean—it's either a tale of two halves for the, for the Eagles this year. Yeah. Either they they stink yeah, it up burst. in the first half, and they're forced to come back and play lights out in the second half, or they play well in the first half and they stink it up in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're they're unable to put a good sixty minutes of football yeah. together. That is that is that is true, Ben. But Mitch Trubisky. 10 of 21 <laughs> for 125 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions. David Montgomery, they ran the ball fairly well. Uh, two touchdowns in the game for Montgomery. But Carson Wentz, 26 of 39 for 239 yards. And count it, one <laughs> touchdown. Jordan Howard also added a touchdown on 82 yards. Zach Ertz also added a touchdown in that game. But Friday's right, they, they needed to to just put it away in the second half of that mm-hmm. game, and they ultimately did in the fourth quarter. But they've got to be able to string together, you know, forty or fifty minutes of good football every single week if they are going to compete in the NFC East. Sonia, what's next up? Colts. Nope, sorry. Vikings at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs pulling a win out of that one, twenty-six to twenty-three. Franny, what say you about? That was an exciting game. Oh, my God. Back I mean, Andy Reid is something else. Came down to uh, to a field goal at the end to oh, win the game. God. Um, you can't trust them. Yeah. Now, I was, I was kind of watching all games at that point with, with you know, the red zone. Uh, but, you know, it was, it was a great victory for, for Kansas City, though. Yep. Thank God they got a good kicker. I mean, Matt yeah. Moore, 25 <laughs> of 35. Something you've been liking for, for years now, Sonia, yeah. with Seattle. <laughs> 25 <laughs> of 35, 275 yards. Count it. One touchdown. Damian Williams added a huge, huge touchdown in that game. And Tyreek Hill, who apparently can run a 1.540, or at least it appeared so on my television screen, with a diving uh, touchdown and catch in that game. Man, he's played, he's played great since he's come back from injury. Yeah, with, with Mahomes coming back this week yeah. and Hill playing yep. the way he's doing, 
It's going to be And he's tough. also on your fantasy team, right, Ben? Yeah, you I got him. Of course. Happy I got back. Tyreek Hill, baby. That's why you had that almost record, I think, in our league. Yeah, and, and, and the beloved, the beloved Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah. 19 <laughs> of 38. He actually got a pretty good game. He's had pretty good games, Ben. Yeah, 19, All right? 19 of 38, 220 yards. Count them. Three <laughs> touchdowns in that game. None to, um, to uh, what's his name? Stefan Diggs. Again, with four yards in a game, Diggs is just about getting ready to pout, I believe. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph added a touchdown. Amir Abdullah added a touchdown. And Oebisabi Johnson added a touchdown in that game. Uh, Andy Reid is something else. Yeah, he is. He is. I in mean, the regular to, season, he is. I mean, but to do this with Matt Moore and a defense that is not he particularly good. He looked like good. Matt Mahomes out there. I mean, yeah. I mean it's really. shocking. I not mean, really, but he, he, he's played well the last couple of games. He Give needs him credit. A, he needs a CC, a coach closer. Someone that comes in in the playoffs <laughs> in the fourth quarter and coaches the game. <laughs> oh, my God. Like when, like when Bill Belichick retires, he could just go around from team to team and he'll just coach in the fourth quarter <laughs> in the playoffs, and your head coach has just got to sit down. Anyway, like That's in the last awesome. three minutes of the game, Andy Reid, no timeouts for you. I'm going to sub you in. <laughs> I mean, that's that, pretty good. <laughs> that all was right. pretty good. And, and both Fran and I chose the Vikings to win that. Uh, Who yeah. did I choose? Well, the, the only Chiefs. other. <laughs> oh, Chiefs. Of course, of course, I was right. The <laughs> fourth team. Yeah, the fourth <laughs> team that was playing. Uh, yeah. Of course. Of all right, course. next up, Colts at Steelers. Steelers, you squeaked out a win, 26-24. baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, this Dog, was, oh, this was they a, need to retire that guy. This Dag was because yeah, he uses that type of language. Yeah, <laughs> this was a terrible game. The that Steelers are lucky with a W coming out of this game. Mason Rudolph, twenty six of thirty five, one hundred and ninety one yards. Count it, one touchdown. <laughs> subtract it, one interception. I think his average yards per attempt in that game were less, or right around five and a half yards. Not able to throw the ball down the field, yeah. or not permitted to throw the ball down the field. It was a pathetic display on offense in that game. Uh, of course, Connor was out and Benny Snell was out, so they were playing shorthanded, but they were playing against the big, big, big man, <laughs> Brian Hoyer, after Jacoby Brissett went down and is still <laughs> suffering uh, that injury. Hoyer, 17 to 26, 168 yards, three, count them, three touchdowns and subtract one interception in that game, but the reason that we won the game is our defense. It's a true. England, of course, still undefeated along with San Francisco. Hoyer fixed the handoff. Hoyer throws. Intercepted. It's picked up by Mika Fitzpatrick. There's a Mika. Yeah. It's gonna go what a good trade that was. Yeah. What a play. Oh, that was beautiful. Franny, what do you think about the Steelers? Eking out a victory against the Colts, wide left. Well, I mean, it's it's a good win for uh, for the Steelers. I mean, the Colts yeah. have been a surprising team this year. Um, you know, who knows what would have happened if Brissett was not injured in this game? But lucky for the Steelers, he did get injured. Hopefully, he'll be back. I think he's he might be back this this week, right? He's still struggling with the with the injury to his to his ankle. Yeah, and, and, or to his and, knee. Uh, I'm sorry, to his knee. It's a, a sprained. Strained MCL. Yeah, and, and thankfully Vinatieri is as old as he is, and uh, he couldn't convert on that field goal at the end of the game. But the Steelers' defense, though, once again, yeah. I think they're second most in the league right now Pretty with the good. most takeaways. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually shocked at how well uh, the defense is playing right now. It's 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 pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 way that the secondary is playing with Cam 
Cam Sutton out there. Uh, Joe Hayden, Micah Fitzpatrick. Our linebackers are not playing terribly. Mm-hmm. Bush is coming around finally. Uh, Devin Bush is coming around in our, our defensive line, uh, which I predicted would be good and we predicted would be good, uh, is in fact good. They're ranked actually fifth in the league in DVOA on defense right now, which is a surprise for the Steelers. But, uh, yeah, I was really, really shocked to get that win. I think Sonia was here watching that game. I, I did watch that game. <laughs> with me, and I was pretty pissed off there at the end he of the game because I assumed we were going to lose. Well, yeah, I know. I received the, quite a few uh, yes, text messages, yes. yes. <laughs> we will re- we'll release the transcripts of the yeah. text. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean they, they, they couldn't get anything going on offense at all. No. Do I have any of those uh, Yeah, you probably messages. do. But it, me... it's, it was pretty pretty bad. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick is a bright spot, but the offense has got to get the ball down the field. I don't know whether it is it is Randy Feeker who's not permitting Mason Rudolph to launch the ball down the field or whether Mason Rudolph is afraid to launch the ball down the field. But he's standing tall in the pocket. He's got good presence in the pocket. I'm not sure why the ball is not uh, getting between the numbers more often. All of the, the throws down the field appear to be at the sidelines. He's got to get... The, the courage, both Feekner and Rudolph, to throw the ball between the numbers into the middle of the field. Uh, Franny is reading my text messages, I believe, right now. Um, I, I am. I, there's an eek. Ben is... An eek. eek. <laughs> We're both struggling. Nice stop, Eagles. That was from the Eagles game. Uh, uh, Rudolph is truly pathetic. Oh, yeah. That's uh, true, he I can't did. even pick up a first down. Venetieri going to win it. Game over. Give the refs the win, like I said. <laughs> oh, that pa- that pass interference that they challenged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was a terrible. That 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 was. Pre- What's the point of having those red flags to challenge the play when it's never overturned? Thirty yards over. His head. Uh, just end this already. Why waste these timeouts? Hit them. <laughs> that's, that's the only solution at this point. Tomlin not helping this team here. Just let them score. God, Tomlin is an idiot. Really pathetic <laughs> offense is what cost the Steelers. And I'm writing, yes, yes, because that's when they kicked the field goal. Ben missed. missed. And then Ben just writing, wow, wow. And then, wow, that was bad. And uh, he muffed it too. Crazy. Ha ha. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, but Tomlin blowing those two timeouts on those challenges. Yeah. I mean, no one's winning those challenges. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, if Vinatieri, if Vinatieri makes the field goal, at least we might have some time left yeah. but to, to move should, the ball down the field. He should have won those. I mean, I, I, multiple times this year, I mean, every single week we see it where the red, where it's challenged. And, you know, it's, it's, it's it, the, 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 the play on the field is upheld. And it's, it's not fair. I mean, it, it makes absolutely yeah, no sense. I agree. What's the point of even implementing that if it's not going to work? That's why my solution is the only solution. You're going to have to start bumping those referees around on the field. <laughs> got, I mean, there's no other solution. They're really, I mean, I know this or, sounds terrible. I'm not saying hurt anybody. Just start calling them out. You know, all, the, all these you know, guys, you know, the, the ones that are making. They'll just them into the dust. Exa- I mean, the, the guys that are making, you know, the big bucks on the team, they should be the ones calling them out. And just like Bruce Arians did a few weeks ago, yeah. kudos to Bruce Arians for for saying what he said. Agreed. Because you know the refs absolutely deserve it. They've been shit this year. They've been shit last year. The year before that, and it's not getting any better anytime soon. Pathetic. Pathetic. Tanya, what's next up? Oh, this is an exciting game coming Jets up. Jets at Dolphins. Dolphins with the double. Yeah, twenty six to eight. I called it. You did. You you were the only one that called. <laughs> I it. I know. I picked the Jets. I, yeah, you I don't always, know why I even picked them. Even, against, even against the Patriots, you choose the Jets. <laughs> I have hope. Jets. I have hope. Actually, I think the Jets and the, and the, and the Giants, I think, are, are in terms of team efficiency, I think they're like 31st and 32nd <laughs> in the league. 
That's pretty sad. Yeah, but not much. And said the about Knicks that game. too. There's nothing going. I mean, the Yankees yeah. losing the playoffs. They won. Yeah, yeah, they they won. Good, they won. good, good, good for, for the Dolphins. Good they for the Dolphins. Might not end up with the number one pick in the draft because of that win. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins then. get their first win, and Sam Darnold again stinks it up. Twenty-seven to thirty-nine for two hundred sixty yards. Count it. One touchdown and subtract it. One interception. A pretty pathetic display. Uh, Jameson Crowder with a touchdown in the game. But for the Dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick with another good game. 24 of 36, 288 yards, three, count them, three touchdowns, and no interceptions in the game. Uh, I think it was a pretty good game all around by the Dolphins. Uh, Two touchdowns for Preston Williams and another touchdown for Devontae Parker. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Dolphins, at least they're trying. Yeah. I mean, they're they're getting better. They are trying. Like against the Steelers, they played well. Yeah. But they just couldn't pull. I mean, because the Steelers are just a better team. But, I mean, the the Jets are are not. You know, I, I think... The Jets are worse, the Redskins are worse, and the Bengals are worse than the Dolphins. As bad as, you know, people are making jokes about, you know, the Dolphins being a high school team almost out there, but they're not as bad as those teams. They're at least going out there and they're giving their effort with the little talent that they have. Yeah, I don't think they're as bad. I think the Dolphins are better than the, they're better than the Bengals. Yeah. They're better than the Jets. Is there an echo in here? Uh, (laughs) It sounds better coming out of Oh, wait, did he just say the same thing? I'm sorry, I was reading. I was reading. I apologize. Yeah, it doesn't sound better coming from me. All right, what's, what's next? What's next? Our adoptive team, the Bills. The yes. Bills beat the Redskins. They're better than the Redskins. 24 yes, to 9, yeah, my yeah. friends. Yeah, they're definitely better than the Redskins. Did you also say I that? I said that, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, they don't actually listen to each other. Sorry, listeners. This is actually spliced together yeah. from two separate <laughs> locations. Ben just kind of splices everything together. Just like repeating whatever Friday yeah. says. But, yeah, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Bills. Oh, my goodness. Dwayne Haskins with a terrible, terrible game. 15 of 22 for 145 yards, 144 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions in the game. Not much else to speak of. Yeah, no. But Josh Allen, 14 of 20. Again, not much to speak of for 160 yards. And count it, one touchdown. Uh, Devin Singletary, beautiful, beautiful Devin Singletary. <laughs> rookie uh, with a touchdown. And Josh Allen with a rushing touchdown as well. But our adopted Bills get the win. Yeah, and then most likely they will make the playoffs because their upcoming schedule is is a cakewalk. Yeah, they have a pretty good schedule. I yeah. mean, six and two for the Bills. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I knew we pretty impressive. They did well last year. Yeah. Um it was a year before last they made the playoffs. They the playoffs. I didn't. I, but honestly, this deep into the season, I didn't expect that they would still yeah. be winning games. Yeah. Sonia, next up. Next up, Titans at Panthers. Panthers with the win, 30 to 20. Frana, you're the only one who chose the Panthers to win. Yep. Well, take it away. What <laughs> do you th- what do you think about the Panthers winning this game? I mean, they're they're a good they're team. They're 5 and 3. They're, they're, they're a good team. Um, you know, I mean, they got blown out by the Niners the week before, but the Niners are really freaking good. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, Sonia. Oh, I mean, that's my your god. division. You'll be playing them this Monday. Thank you. We'll talk about that a little bit. No, but without George Kittle potentially. Um, but <gasps> What? He's, really? Yeah, he's questionable for Monday. <laughs> yeah, but Kyle Allen though. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the podcast, you know, with with Cam Newton not making a return this season and you know potentially getting traded um you know he's the future of the franchise at least as uh, you know we look at the, the quarterback situation um but they're they're a pretty good team you know they could potentially make the playoffs uh, they're, they're one of the, the the top um you know contenders at least for the wild card but they're not gonna win that division but uh, you know they're, they're a pretty decent team they are McCaffrey Kyle. McCaffrey has been I, I haven't seen a, a running back carry a team as much as 
he has this entire season. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, he's he's, he's, I think he's caught the ball over a hundred, not a hundred times. He's caught the ball forty-five times or something like that already. Uh, it seems like a thousand. And and the, the amount of times that he's carrying the ball. I yeah. mean, it, it, I've never seen it. And he's a prototypical running back. This isn't yeah. something new. He's not doing something different uh, than they did ten or fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. He is. He's a prototypical running back between the tackles, breaking free, making cuts, and and getting down a field. It's it's shocking. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's essentially the, the entire team. He pretty on much, yeah, he's a one-man offense for that team. I mean, Kyle Allen, seven. Your friend, Kyle Allen, seventeen of thirty-two. <laughs> Why is he for my friend? Two hundred thirty-two yards. Count them. Two touchdowns and subtract one interception. But again, Christian McCaffrey with two count them, two rushing touchdowns in the game. Curtis Samuel added a touchdown, and Christian McCaffrey added a touchdown receiving in the game. Ellen, what do you think? <laughs> um, I have no comment at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Great she's, comment, Helena. She's going into politics. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan Tannehill, your friend, Ryan Tannehill. Why is he, why is, why you is like Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I don't. You, you're the one that likes. Actually, you know, I, yeah. I kind of like Ryan Tannehill. Twenty-seven to thirty-nine for three hundred thirty-one yards. Count it. One touchdown and subtracted two huge interceptions in the game. But I agree with Franny. The Carolina Panthers have hope to make the playoffs, yeah. but they will be competing with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Potentially for that wild card spot with the Cowboys. No, winning. Well, I think the Eagles can only make it if they actually win the division. That is, it's true. Yeah, Brett's probably true. Sonia, what's next up? Lions at Raiders. Raiders thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, we all chose the Lions. I know. Bastards. I know. And they messed. Who would have thought it? My parlay. Bastards. My five oh, or six no. or seven game parlay plus my eleven game parlay, which would have won me Cashed a for few a huge amount monopoly dollars there. <laughs> Um, but you know, it came down to the end of the game. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Derek Carr has has actually played exceedingly well this year. Ben, me, and you have thrown him under the bus. We talk a lot of shit about uh, Derek Carr, uh, but he has played very well. He played well in this game. But it came down to the end. I mean, it was it was, it was basically goal line stand by the Raiders at the end. Um, it was a fourth down play. Uh, Matthew Stafford couldn't Matthew Stafford couldn't connect to send the game into overtime, and the Raiders ultimately won. And they are a surprise team also uh, in the AFC. Yeah, they get back to five hundred in this game. Uh, surprisingly, uh, terrible loss for for the Eagle or for the the Lions. But the Raiders were back in town on their home field for a, I think it was the first time in four or five or six weeks potentially. Years, yeah. Uh, but Derek Carr, 20 of 31 for 289 yards, two, count them, two <laughs> touchdowns. And Josh Jacobs, big Josh Jacobs, give the guy credit. Give uh, His name is escaping me, the general manager. Mike Mayock, huge credit uh, for checking Jacobs. There was a lot of criticism uh, during the draft that they took so many offensive players high in that draft. Uh, Jacobs with two touchdowns in the game. And Stafford, 26 of 41, 406 yards, three, count them, three touchdowns, and one subtracted, one interception. But as Franny said, great game in overtime. Raiders get back. Not in overtime. Five, or, but well, it, it, it was a Next game was in yeah. overtime, sorry. Yeah. Uh, almost overtime. Almost overtime. Got to four and four. Uh, but this is a really, I mean, John Gruden, I think, is a dark horse. Yeah. Potentially for coach of the year. I still think Sean Payton. I would put is, Sean Payton yeah. up. I, I would put Sean Payton up there. Uh, for the five, was it five or six games? Yeah, he had to with, play with Bridgewater, without Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people are talking about Kyle Shanahan, but I don't know that you give Coach of the Year to the guy who has all of his entire team healthy. Yeah, exactly. And they're well, playing was, well. Last yeah. year, they they couldn't scrap they couldn't scrap up a win. Last year, that's that's when you win Coach of the Year when mm-hmm. you have your backup, you know, your backup quarterback in the game, and they stunk it up. I mean, I don't know what I, I Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. But I don't know that you give Coach of the Year to the team that has no adversity whatsoever. Yeah. 
Sonia, what do you think, Sonia? What do you think about the the radars? Yeah, because you chose the lions too. I, I did choose the lions because I like the lions. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> I like the Raiders. I don't you, you don't have to hang your head. She's like, <laughs> yeah, no. she's like her head's under the I, table. I think, I think the Raiders are your dad's team. They, they are my dad's admit team. To it. For sure. I know. They were my yeah. team. <laughs> they were my team until when they, were they in LA. left. Until they left. When they left, I said, okay, anybody else want me? And, you know, Seahawks said, yeah, yeah. obviously, because they only had five of They called fans. you. They yeah, called And you said, why'd you wait so long? <laughs> there was a, <laughs> what do you call it, a candy gram, a music, uh, singing gram, whatever you call it. Uh, oh, yeah. They come to your house and they sing. Oh, they sent blitz. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was very, very happy to see a win there. And then, of course, we won't talk about Thursday night game until we get to Thursday yeah. night's game. Yeah. But <laughs> I was happy with that one as well. Um, that was interesting. Yeah. It was good. It's good. I'm glad to see them. Finally having yeah. some success. It's it's their last season playing in Oakland. And it's sad. Like Ben and I were talking um, the other night. It, it's just really sad because their fans are their devoted fans. Yeah, I they mean, are. Good or bad, they're 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 out there. They're loyal, and for them just to abandon them and go to Vegas, I think it just sucks. It really does. Yeah, Vegas is not too far away, though. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't go to any games, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's. <laughs> but I, I mean, I agree with Sonia. I mean, you, you, the the garbage. Chargers with their five fans <laughs> get jammed into a, a five billion dollar yeah. brand new stadium, and during the Thursday night game, I wasn't sure if there was something wrong with the television because <laughs> it looked like the lights didn't work. Right, the lighting was so but the, bad. But the fans are packed into yeah, Oakland Coliseum. Yeah, and the, so the team that nobody wants gets a brand new stadium, and the team that, that the fans desperately want to keep ends up getting shipped off to a place where it'll be primarily you know tourists going to watch them yeah. play on the. Weekend. But a new stadium. But they are getting a new stadium. Yeah, they are getting a new stadium. But I agree with Sonia. I have a little soft spot in my heart for the Raiders. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Next up, Sonia. Next up is <laughs> it's the Bucks at Seattle. Oh, what a game! What say you, Sonia, what about almost game. losing to Jameis we're, Winston? We're, we're 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 talking about squeaking in a win there. Um, by ten points. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not by ten points. By six. Um. So, uh, okay. I'm going to admit it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. You, you, I listened to it and I saw dots across my screen. <laughs> Actually, she said, bye. And, and she <laughs> was texting he, me the whole time. She's like out shopping and just like texting. And te- it's like she's sitting. On I a, was so upset. Weren't you sitting on a, on a recliner in some store? Watching no, 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 no. The last quarter I was at Home Goods. I love Home Goods. I, I went to four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they had four home games. I had to get out of the house because I was so stressed out about this stupid damn game. For the Bucks to have scored, like, within the first two minutes of the game, they're at home for crying out loud, meaning Seattle. They're at home. Come on. And then we struggled the the entire game. And then we have a shitty kicker. But isn't that the usual, Sonia? Yeah, That's but like it's the, the Bucks for crying out loud. The Why Bucks are we? not that bad. I they're mean, not they're, that bad. Their record is not that good, but they have something. some really good players on that team. They do, and, they, and they're well coached. Yeah, well... <laughs> I, I agree that I think uh, Arians is a good coach. Yeah, Look, I have some uh, some of Sonia's. Not have struggled. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah go have for text it. Yeah, do we have some of Sonia's oh text God. messages from Sunday. Oh, there's quite a few of there them is actually. Quite a few. But yeah, I um, sat on a recliner at Home Goods. Yes, fa- fans, please, listeners, this is what we go through when we're watching <laughs> these games. Yeah. This might give you a little bit of an indication. Here we go again against a shitty team and struggling. <laughs> Should not have let them enter our side of the field. 
And then a ha 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 ha. I'm not. Fuck Myers. <laughs> wow, we suck. So disappointing. How the f are we losing to the Buccaneers? <laughs> Down three scores. Our defense sucks. Our kicker sucks, and Russell can't seem to do anything. You know, <laughs> I'm done. Not listen to it. Not reading it. <laughs> this is just plain bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, she gets That's real. A, yeah. This is why she leaves the house. I man. have to leave. Yeah, let's just 21 to nothing. LOL. Nope. Seems like they're doing okay now. I'm going to stay out. Fucking Evans. <laughs> <laughs> that man, no one could stop Oh, Evans. he's good. I mean, Evans is one of the top he's a receivers. Beast. Yeah, he, he is. can't yeah, be he covered. Is. Mike Evans cannot be covered. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm at the Home Goods parking lot screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, stupid. Why can't they stop Evans? Apparently, five other teams figured it out. <laughs> they didn't, though. They just figured out how to, how to stop everybody okay. else. Okay, going radio silent. Can't. <laughs> and then I popped right back up. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I was hoping to sign in to see it over. They better not rely on Myers. Myers <laughs> fucked us. <laughs> we would be two points ahead. Uh-huh. Myers is probably on oxygen right now. OMG, bye. <laughs> Cut his legs off. <laughs> we lost this. Winston has the power. Fuck, goddamn. Overtime with two and five team. We should be kicked out of the league. <laughs> Wait, are you kidding? I actually have tears. I'm sitting on what I would consider the most comfortable easy chair and practically crying. But seriously, Myers needs to go. And yeah. that is the roller coaster. It is definitely a roller coaster That's with right. Sonya. It's That's every right. single week, though. It is. It's nothing new with the Seahawks. And oh it's been God. that way for like 20 years, it seems. Yeah, but luckily um, you have Russell Wilson. Yeah. For the right side. Wilson on second oh six. God. Under pressure. And now lobs one up. And it is caught. And taken all the way to the Buccaneers. 43-yard line. Mike Carson. I'm sorry. I just don't know what you do with this. As a defender, what do you do here? The improvisational skills. Sonia's crying. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Elena probably, she's but, sitting here without headphones on, wondering why we just went silent <laughs> to listen to that. But Elena, you can't hear, but there was it was a play by the Seahawks, and that's why Sonia is yeah. crying. Yeah, but I mean, Wilson, I mean, even, the, even I can't remember who the announcer was in that game, but even the announcer couldn't believe the way that uh, Wilson was able to evade that tackle in overtime and get the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. a long, uh, it wasn't a long reception, but it got the team in field goal range, and ultimately they went on to win the game yeah. in overtime. Russell Wilson, twenty-nine of forty-three, three hundred seventy-eight yards, and count them: five touchdowns, five touchdowns in the game. Go. What a game by Russell Wilson. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, two huge touchdowns, but did get hurt in the game. Yep. DK Metcalf threw another touchdown. And Jacob Hollister. I know. The fullback tight end yep. from nowhere. Out of nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. Two touchdowns, including the game winner. Yeah. Zanya, what say you about your Seattle Seahawks? We, uh, we just well, read everything. You just, I know. Read, you just read how I felt about them. Um, I mean, there's there's passion for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Jameis Winston, 29 of 44. Cutting off people's legs. Jesus. <laughs> he sucks, man. I mean, the yeah. kicking has been pretty pathetic yeah. this year. I mean, Hauschka was so good for so long, and then he just got mentally messed up. He just but then he's doing really well at where is he now? In um uh, okay. He wants. He was in Buffalo. Is he still in Buffalo? Buffalo. He, yeah, yeah. But give him Buffalo? credit. I mean, he has. He had some domestic abuse uh, charges. No, he, didn't, he didn't. Wrong. Wrong guy. Oh, wrong guy. Yeah. All right. Wrong guy. Sorry, Hauska. We just did shitty that season, and so they just let him go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Jameis Winston, twenty-nine of forty-four, three hundred thirty-five yards, and count them: two 
touchdowns in the game. But Mike Evans added 180 yards on 12 receptions and a touchdown. I contend the man Mm -hmm. cannot be covered. But Josh Gordon is coming back. Yes. Who also... We, me and Ben talked about it. How do you feel about that, Sonia, with Josh Gordon? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to add or what he's going to take away. Um, we seem to be very heavy in the uh, wide receiver position. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what he's going to add. Where he's going to fit in? I, I yeah. don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know him. I don't know him that well. Russell Wilson. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't met him myself. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he was supposed to come over for coffee, but uh, he declined our offer for coffee as, a, as he was flying at a layover in L.A. We tried to meet him at the Pete's. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Tyler Lockett left you a voicemail. What more do you want? Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, Sonia. What's next up? Yeah, ne- next? well, next next. Uh, your next birthday, Sonia, we'll get... We'll get um, Russell Wilson. Not Russell Wilson. Um, the receiver. Uh, the, 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 uh, Tyler Lockett. Uh, oh, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. Son. Yeah, oh, we should yeah. get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, why are you so old, Sonia? <laughs> <laughs> such an asshole. Why you wait so long, Sonia? <laughs> <laughs> Just take your shirt off. <laughs> All right. Friday, Friday and I, and I just heard that. Friday and I won't be here for that podcast. It'll be Elena and Sonia with the shirtless DK Metcalf. you got to see this man shirtless. Okay. Uh, next up. I didn't know somebody could have a 12 pack. But yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. It, is, it was incredible. Uh, it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this next game, shocking. It was a shocker. It's Packers at Chargers. Oh yeah, that was really shocking. That was Twilight. What the Zone. hell happened? Twilight Zone. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. You want to know? Exa- okay, so we all know Chargers won twenty six to eleven, right? Okay. So remember when we had the Saints come into town, mm-hmm. played us. We were all cocky. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name's not playing? Breeze is yeah, out. Yeah, Breeze, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got this. And they spanked the living shit out of us. That is what happened here. They thought that they were just going to go to Charger House and go, hey. I think Chargers. you are right, son. I agree. You're apparently, absolutely correct. Apparently there was uh, some perimeter that was put up around LA Live uh, where the guys were staying. And Aaron Rodgers said after the game that, that, that too many people went out too late and had too good a time mm-hmm. the night before. And maybe they did so because they thought, what the hell? Yeah. It's only the Chargers. Right. Not much to do in Carson, though. Oh, but... no, they were staying downtown. <laughs> oh, okay. st- yeah, yeah, I think they were All staying right. downtown. LA Live area. Yeah, they were oh, staying down okay. there. Yeah. I mean, there's a little more to do in LA than there is in Green Bay. And it's a little warmer, too, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Exactly. It's, not, it's not snowing. It's not, you know. You know, freezing right now. So yeah, there's plenty to do, and and it showed, and it showed it good for the Chargers. Yeah, but you're 25 years old. You're making millions of dollars. You're in Los Angeles, and you live in Green Bay. Who could blame them? Yeah, it's one loss. Exactly. They're seven and two. They'll yeah. You know, on to the next game. Yep. But, but Aaron Rodgers, stinker. and he didn't help the cause. A stinker. 23 of 35 for 161 yards and count it. One touchdown. Uh, no touchdowns on the ground. One touchdown for Jamal Williams in the game, but they got their ass beat down by the Chargers. Philip Rivers finally has a good game. 21 of 28 for 295 yards, 294 yards, no touchdowns. But Gordon had two touchdowns on the ground in that game. The best running back in L.A. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's probably, yeah. well. In L.A. Uh, in L.A. <laughs> only in the LA. guy's name in L- for the Rams, Darrell uh, Not Gurley. That's for sure. It's definitely not Gurley. But I think the Packers will bounce back. It's just a, you know, it's a one- game downturn yeah, for them yeah and the chargers i would be t- i wouldn't be too worried about 
the Packers. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers had to preach nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Next, next up, I don't think we need to talk about this one. It's Browns at Broncos. I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't uh, Broncos think we do. 24 <laughs> over the Browns 19. Um, we all ch- uh, fanny no. pack gets a win. Uh, both Ben and I chose the Broncos, and I chose the Browns. Yeah, and you chose yeah. the Browns. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Never choose the Browns. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's just a good Apparently. safe bet. Never choose the Browns. Two and six. My over. Or actually, I bet them under nine wins on the season at the early part of the season before the yep, season started. Yep. That is going to cash for sure, unless they win out. Uh, but Baker Mayfield, another spectacular performance. Pre-mustache, 27 of 42, 273 yards and one, count them, one touchdown in the game. Brandon Allen, the wonderful Brandon Allen, who no one knew who this guy was until he started in place of Joe Flacco. 12 for 20. It was a huge throwing day for the Broncos. 193 yards, but still two touchdowns for the young player. Uh, Philip Lindsay added a touchdown. Noah Fant with a touchdown. And Cortland Sutton with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Fanny Pack gets a win. Uh, but yeah. we actually talked about the Browns uh, before we got into the um, week nine. Recap. The week nine recap. Uh, Mayfield had. I don't want to tell. I don't want to describe his mustache because I don't know that that's the right way to describe it. But he had the handlebar mustache. At the beginning, and then he shaved at some point during the game, and then he shaved <laughs> again after the game, and he ended up with the the porn stash from the 70s by the end of the game and a trench coat that he borrowed from some guy in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, but it was a it was a pretty he definitely rough, looked like a beaten man. It was a rough day for the Browns. Yeah, but not much to talk about. That was a pretty boring game. Next up, Sonia. <laughs> Next up, uh, another uh, good game, Patriots at Ravens. Ravens with the win, 37 over... 37 to 20. Ravens put the smack down on Tom Brady in the past. What do you think about that, Franny? Lamar is impressive. He is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you weren't really high on the Ravens, Ben. I, or maybe because they're in your division and you're a little biased. I am a little biased, <laughs> but I, I mean, but they looked really the I mean, proof that, that is was, in the pudding. That was the best team so far that the Patriots have played and uh I mean, it showed. I mean, they, you know, they played the Jets, they played the Giants, you know, they they played, you know, Miami, but they this was one of, this was their strongest opponent this season and they weren't even close it wasn't even it wasn't close at all no and the score actually makes it appear closer yeah. than it was uh lamar jackson 17 to 23 for 163 yards count it one touchdown but also count it two touchdowns on the ground for lamar jackson on 61 yards rushing uh gus edwards added a touchdown but lamar jackson unstoppable again mm-hmm. uh tom brady with a fairly pedestrian uh, effort in this game, uh, 30 of 46 for 285 yards. Count it, one touchdown, and don't count it. Subtract it, one interception in the game. James White with a TD, but they beat the crap yeah, they did. out of the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, a lot of pressure on uh, on Brady, too, in this game, which is something you don't see very often. And Lamar Jackson, though, um, you know, props to that guy. Uh, the way he escapes pressure and gets out of the pocket and picks up uh, yardage downfield with his legs He's good. He's very good. Yeah, Brady sacked twice in that game. And he's smart, too. The way he goes about it, he's very smart. He goes down when he needs to. He goes out of bounds when he needs to. Yeah. He doesn't put his body, you know, he he doesn't throw himself around like some of these uh, other running quarterbacks. Yeah, like Cam Newton trying to, you know, jump over piles of players. You know, you you slide just like Russell Wilson. Very smart player. He goes down. He slides. He knows when the play is over. All right, Sonia. Next up. Next up, Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys with the win, 37-18. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Okay. What say you, Franny? 
Where's your shot? I mean, uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> Fuck son of a bitch. That's a shot. That's a shot right Hang there. Hang on, I'm gonna yeah. go I get mean, it. it. It wasn't. It wasn't that. I mean, the Cowboys played well. They did. They did play well, but it was just the bad coaching. The Giants just were not coached very well in this game. I mean, you're a two freaking win team, and you don't want to go for it on third or fourth down. I mean, just wait. You're on the goal line. Why kick field goals? Just go for it. Well, I mean, what do you have to lose? I don't disagree. I mean, the way that they played uh, that so. game, I think there were three field goals that they attempted in that game that were shorter than 30 yards in the game. Uh, the way that Pat Pat Shermer, yeah, sure. I mean, he's is coaching this team. Coaching. I mean, come I on. just don't understand why you would not at least attempt to win the game by going for, you know, going forward on fourth down. How else do you expect to no. stay in this game? Uh, Dak Prescott had a shot. All right, take your shot. Yeah, fuck. Well, I mean, the ca- I, I mean, I, I thought they had him early. But if the, on in I mean, the Giants could have won that game, and if the Giants win that game, the Cowboys are sitting at four and four, tied with the Eagles instead nope. of at five and three. The Eagles would be five and four. They would be four and four. So the Eagles would actually be in first place. Yeah. And this was just—I mean, it was a brutal, brutal coaching. But for Shermer, I mean, what exactly do you have to lose? You know, yeah. if if you're near the goal line, if you're in the red zone, just go for it. You're not going to win the division. You might as well try to, you know, beat one of your division rivals. Yeah, I actually don't understand the the philosophy, much like Flacco said the week before. You know, what do you have to lose? Yeah. I mean, you're sitting at two, you're sitting at two and six going into that game. What's the difference? Exactly. I mean, if you end up at three and you know, or f- four and twelve instead of three and thirteen, yeah. show your players that you have some confidence in them. You know, just don't, 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 you know bring the field goal kicker out there just to get three points because it does absolutely nothing for you. Yeah, I mean, Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott again, 22 of 35, 257 yards, three, count them, yeah. three touchdowns and one, you're going to do another shot, one <laughs> interception. I just said, yeah, that's all. I didn't say anything else. Ezekiel Elliott with 139 yards ran yeah. all over the the Giants in that game. And Saquon didn't do much. No, Saquon, Barkley's actually down yeah. this year. Actually, Zeke is... Not playing at Zeke like yeah. level. This game he was. This, this game, game he was. He was. Uh, but it was against the Giants' defense. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, pretty pathetic performance. I don't understand. I mean, halfway through that game, I thought, why don't you just bring Eli into the game? Yeah, exactly. That's how yeah, bad you, you Daniel were, Jones that's is what playing. You were saying in their text why not just bring yeah. Eli into the game? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least he could throw the ball down the field and try to score some points. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get picked off maybe. Yeah. But at least he can throw the ball downfield and try to score some points. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, I thought Daniel Jones played terribly, mm-hmm. terribly in that mm-hmm. game. And sure, no, but I mean, just the coaching was 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 horrible. But twenty six of forty one for two hundred ten yards for Jones, one count it, one touchdown and subtract it, one interception. But Jones played terrible. Shermer coached a shit game mm-hmm. and puts the Cowboys up in front in the NFC East. Yep. And next up, Sonia. Next up is last Thursday's game, Chargers at Raiders. Raiders Ooh. with the win, 26-24. Wow. Much, much more fun game than I expected. That was actually yeah, really cool. It was actually pretty interesting. I didn't think I would enjoy that game, but I actually did. I mean, the fans, Just actually, even the fans made it fun. Yeah. The Raiders fans made it fun. Yeah, they did. Who would have thought that we'd ever say something like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's been so I mean, it's long. It's been yeah. taken away from yeah. them. It's been so long. Yeah. And like we talked about off the podcast, Ben, is Derek Carr. Playing well, I have he to admit He was very it. impressive Wait, in this game. Derek Carr Did was very... Yeah, I mean, he played really well. He, he threw the ball down the field, played smart. He made big plays when they needed them. He drove them down the field when they needed to score, yeah. especially that last drive at the I end mean, of the game. I mean, that last drive was, was as well coached yeah. and as well 
executed as you can find in the league. I mm-hmm. mean, he really, really played. I mean, and, I'm not going to bad mouth the when he game, plays well. The post game interview, he was also very impressive. Um, you know, he said he's been in the league for for six years now, and and so he understands how bad they've been. And you know, I'm not going to say you know he he thinks he's in desperation mode, but he knows he's getting older. Yep. And and you know, victories don't come easily in this league, and and he's 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 kind of motivating the younger guys, and he called them younger guys, and he's not even that old himself. Yep. But he's been in the league long enough to know that wins don't come that easily and uh you know for 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 Raiders fans I mean that bodes well for their future when their quarterback looks at their situation that way yeah division game gets them to 500 in the wild card hunt yeah uh and again at the end of the game you want to be here for this going and doing the show from some of those locations third down and a long one Jacobs back in the game the rookie for the touchdown. Yeah. And it essentially ends the game on, I think it was about a 30-yard run yeah. in that game. Yeah. I mean, But Derek Carr, though, also, when you look at him, you wouldn't think he sounds like an old country singer. Yeah, yeah. But I, he I, sounds, would, I would think that. He sounds like an old country singer. He does. He, yeah. he sounds like a 60-year-old man. Yeah, but Josh Jacobs had a great game. Uh, 12, or uh, 16 carries for 71, 71 yards and a touchdown. Derek mm-hmm. Carr. 21 to 31, efficient, 218 yards and one count on one touchdown. Uh, but I agree with Frane. I think he, I think he's from somewhere in the south. Well, he's definitely if if he's not from the south, <laughs> then he's making up that that accent that he has. He but. really likes Glenn Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you like Glenn. Campbell. I like Glenn Campbell. Uh, Sonia, what do you do? You have anything else to add about the? No, uh, the no, Raiders? no. Good, no. good well, for Sonia, that's, That seems like it's your second team. I didn't know you felt that way about the yeah, Raiders. I think she teared up twice. Once for the Such Seahawks. Once for the Raiders. Oh, no, no. <laughs> All right, no, so no, Raiders no. fans of the podcast, Sonia <laughs> is with you. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> black right. and silver. Yeah, making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. Wear the silver, yeah, I'm telling you, wear coach. The black. Remember they that? Up, they, <laughs> they end up in Super the playoffs. Bowl shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> If they end up in the playoffs, watch out. John Gruden could be coach of the year. Yeah. Chucky. Chucky. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have, I mean, but trade away Mac. I mean, getting all those draft picks in return, Yep. it looks like it paid off. I Mm -hmm. mean, because Mac is on an island in Chicago Mm -hmm. uh, without much help. Sonia, anything else to add? No, that's it. That's Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shout outs to our fellow podcasters out there. Yes, 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 our fellow independent NFL podcasters out there. We all do this for the love of the game, for the love of the NFL, and we don't do it for money. We just want to give a shout-out <laughs> to some of our friends, one from across the pond. Shout-out to the UK Steelers podcast. Woo-hoo. A trio of handsome young Brits talk all things Steelers each week, all through the season and into the offseason. It is the place to be for all your Steelers chatter with a so touch you, of festivity. Did you just add that handsome? Po- I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's from their... From their own description. Oh, okay. I have not seen these oh, okay. people in person. <laughs> uh, with a touch of festivity kind of and frivolity. <laughs> uh, this is a new show, so please, please, please give them some support. They haven't been around that long. Uh, you can find them on Apple Podcasts. Look for the link in the show notes. And also you can find them on Twitter at UK Steelers Pod. Also a shout out to the Loaded Box Podcast. This is a show similar to ours. It's a great show covering all things NFL. The pod is released twice per week during the NFL season and once per week in the offseason. They discuss fantasy football against the spread and daily fantasy sports picks. Uh, All the news surrounding the NFL, but in their own non-boring way that so many other podcasts have been constructed. If you like sports, beer, and an unfiltered (laughs) time, you will love this show. You can find them on that 
Apple Podcasts. Look for the link in the show notes. And you can find them on Twitter at LoadedBox. Next week, we're going to do a shout-out to uh, an Eagles podcast that I've been listening to recently. Uh, There are a few of them out there. There actually aren't as many independent Eagles podcasts because you guys are so popular that a lot of the actual Eagles podcasts are much bigger. Well, they're also probably all pissed off. Well, they're, <laughs> but they're huge. They're large yeah. podcasts. Uh, but we'll do a shout out to we'll do an Eagles podcast uh, next week. But please, please, please support the shows. Uh, you can look for the link. We'll also post it on Twitter as well. But please support the UK Steelers pod and the Loaded Box podcast. Great, great shows. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our Week 10 picks. All right. Hold tight, everybody. Be right back with our Week 10 picks. All right. And we are back. And Sonia. Yes. You have the Week 10. 10 games. Yes, I do. Okay, uh, starting off bright and early, Giants at Jets. I've uh, got the Giants going. I also have the Giants in that one. Meh. I'm taking the Jets. I, exactly. I die. <laughs> I'm taking oh the God. Jets in that one in a meaningless I, game. But why? Uh, because I think Darnold is a pretty good quarterback and <laughs> Pat Shermer can't coach, his, to be. can't coach his way out of a paper bag. Uh, Darnold might still be suffering a little bit from the mono. from the mono. Uh, but the Giants are just hapless. Barkley not playing well, or not playing as well as many of us thought he would. But mm-hmm. I, I just got a soft spot for the Jets. So I guess so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Jets I, in that game. Apparently, every single week you do, Ben. I'm All not right. picking them against the Patriots. Uh, you did. Not again. <laughs> well, wait for that game to roll around <laughs> yeah, exactly. again. That's right. All right, next up, Falcons at Saints. I've got the Saints. Oh, Saints. Uh, yeah, the question is, will a Falcons player be killed in this game because the Falcons are that bad? Why would they be killed? Because they just can't get out of their (laughs) own way. They may end up getting hit so hard in this game by a Saints defender that they lose their life. This game is... (laughs) I I predict this game, this is probably in my best bets of the week. The Saints are going to crush the Falcons. I would expect them to crush them, yes. All right. And murder a few people. (laughs) (laughs) Just because of the sheer incompetence of the Falcons. Wow. All right, next up, Chiefs at Titans. I've got the Chiefs. Ooh, interesting game. Yeah, I wonder how Mahomes will perform in this game coming back from injury. I, I don't think it's really necessary for him to even play in this game uh, with the way uh, you know Matt Moore has played the last couple of games. Um, you know, I, I just hope he doesn't go out there and re-aggravate his injury. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, uh, that would be a huge mistake by, by the Patriots. I mean, by the Patriots, by the, by the Chiefs. Long team. Yeah, exactly. By the Chiefs, just put him in too early. Um, I haven't read too much about the injury and, 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 and how he's recuperated from that injury, but, uh, you know, was it you, Ben? I can't remember. Somebody told me that um, a physical therapist said that, you know, it usually takes quite a few weeks to return from that type yes. of an injury. Yes, yes. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think he's really – it's necessary to start him. Sorry, we had a little feedback there. I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs in that game. I'm not sure exactly why. I agree with, with Franny as well. I'm not sure why they were going to rush Mahomes back against the 4-5 and five Titans, mm-hmm. but I will take the Chiefs all day. Tyreek Hill is playing lights out in that game. All right. So Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs all across Chief, the board. Chiefs, Chiefs, Saints, Saints, Saints. We got this. <laughs> all right, next up, Ravens at Bengals. I've got the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take your. Oh yeah, as you agree. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ravens are easily. Yeah. Yeah, 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 easily. Yeah. All right. And again, the NFL classic seven early games, only three games in the afternoon, and so lame. Six teams, six 
on a bye this week. Count them. Congratulations, NFL, for your hapless scheduling. <laughs> what a great game the NFL is. They're the game the football is to overcome all the incompetence with the NFL executive team. Next up, Sonia. All right. Uh, Bills at Browns. I've got the Bills. Bills. I'm going to choose the Bills in that one, too. I can't can't choose the Browns anymore. (laughs) I was punished last week. I know, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I am also going to take the Bills in that game. The Browns are eventually going to pull it together for a one or two or three game stretch, uh, but I don't think it's going to be against McDermott and the Bills. The Bills will win and probably cover in this game. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up, cards at Buccaneers. I've got the Buccaneers. You know what? I think the Buccaneers will also win this game. You are both wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Thank Arizona Cardinals one. are getting better and better each week. Kyler Murray is gaining confidence They're looking each good. week. But the Bucks are also getting better. Apparently. Uh, that's true. The Bucks they are playing pretty well. They put up a really well. good fight against Seahawks It was the Seahawks. But I, I, think, I think Chase Edmonds will be back in this game. Uh, and Kenyon Drake will be, you know, another game of practice <laughs> under his belt. I think I think the Cardinals have turned a corner and they are going to win this game against the Bucks. And Bruce Arians is going to have some hard decisions to make at quarterback. All right. Uh, next up, Lions at Bears. I've got the Lions. I'm going to give them another shot. Yeah, no, I, I think the Lions also uh, will win this game. I mean, they, they are better than their record might suggest they are. Um, I, I just think, you know, having Mitchell Trubisky out there every single game, you know, why not just go with the backup? You know, <laughs> it, it really makes no difference anymore. This is a little bit harder game to pick. Um, uh, I'm going to take the Lions as well. All right. Wow. I have to. Okay. The Bears are imploding. What, yeah, they what, what are. can, what they can are. Matt Nagy complain about on Sunday evening? Uh, he'll find something. I'm you know, sure he'll it find won't something. be Mitchell Trubisky, but it'll be yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be someone else to blame for the loss. Uh, all right. Next up, Dolphins at Colts. I've got the Colts. What a crap show slate of games this is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but it's great for parlays. <laughs> that, I'll say. Oh, my God. Who you, who you taking from uh, The Colts. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> we just talked about how easy it is. Seriously, and it's like the Colts, which it's is a cra- the obvious choice. <laughs> it's a crap like, show slate of games. But the, the, but the Colts aren't a bad team, though. I mean, no. the Colts are a, a, they're a good team. They are a good team. But I'm going to take I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game. Brissett <laughs> Brissett is still hurt. All right, he's still nursing that injury. I am going. Vinatieri is a complete crap show. I don't, I don't think they're going to rely on Vinatieri in this game. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think blowout blowout. Playoffs. <laughs> I am going to take. Yeah, I got the Dolphins. Playoffs. Danny. Don't talk about it. playoffs. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> playoffs. I just hope we can win a game, and they, and they will. That's in honor. <laughs> that's in honor of the hapless Colts this year. Oh, they're not happy. Ha- they're looking good. Come they're on, they're one of the surprise teams this uh, year. Well, no, well, yeah, I guess they, they are. are. Five and three, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> losing your, your one of the best quarterbacks in the league. All right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Friday has a soft spot for all quarterbacks, so it's hard to know which quarterbacks are really uh, good. Well, not just a lot. It's he logical. likes them all. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> except Josh Rosen, who can't get a break because he's, he's terrible. Yeah, that's true. All right, next up, Panthers at Pack. I got the Pack. <laughs> I would also. I'm going to choose the Packers in this one too. This is the. This is an interesting game, though. It is interesting. Coming off that loss to the Chargers. They're playing at home. Uh, again. <laughs> Petten. No partying in Green Bay. The defense. Right. 
<laughs> which is odd because I mean I went to college in Buffalo and when it's that cold that's all you do is party because there's nothing else to do. Um, yeah, I think I think coming off that loss, Petten's defense is not playing as well as they did earlier in the year. In fact, they're getting worse week after week after week. I'm going to take the Panthers in this game. Wow. I think Kyle Allen, Rivera, they're going to pull it together in this game. I think they're going right. to – McCaffrey, it's going to be hard for that defense to bottle up McCaffrey in this game. And I'm going to take the Panthers by a smidge. <laughs> okay. By a pinch. By a bitch. <laughs> by a teaspoon. <laughs> All right, next up, Rams at Steelers. I've got the Steelers because your defense is going to take care of their offense. Uh, I'm waiting for Friday. He's giving me the eye over uh, there. I'm sorry, Ben. I just, I, I think the Rams, they're the better team. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Thank you. Uh, clearly, my wife loves me for taking the Steelers in this game because I am going to take the Rams in this game. <laughs> Yeah, I have to. I <laughs> okay. mean, just, I mean, Mason Rudolph is playing, or he's the game plan for Mason Rudolph is far, far too conservative. But you guys are playing home. We are, but the, the okay. game plan is too conservative. Uh, James Conner is out. Mm-hmm. Benny Snell is out. Uh, Samuel's okay. also is potentially still hurt, or uh, Trey Edmonds uh, is actually also still hurt for this game. I, I it's going to be a lot to overcome. For the Steelers, even at home against the Rams' offense, and Aaron Aaron Donald coming home to his hometown of Pittsburgh is going to want to put on a show. I hope the Steelers win, but I think the Rams will probably win the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Vikings at Cowboys. I've got the Cowboys. Kurt is love Cousins. Okay, is going to score. Kirk what? Kirk Cousins. Wait, but what's your real name for him? What is it? Kirk motherfucking Cousins. <laughs> Kirk motherfucking Cousins is going to have a game. Okay. Three he, touchdowns. He, he will have a game. Three touchdowns. <laughs> Count them. One rushing touchdown. <laughs> one field goal. No, <laughs> Wait, has Kirk Cousins ever had a rushing touchdown? Carried out I'm sure on the he has. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. But no, In I, college? I, I, I think the Vikings are the better team. I think the Vikings will win this game. And I'm not saying that because I, I, I dislike the Cowboys. I just think the Vikings right now are a better team. Interesting, interesting. Well, I am going to take the Cowboys' overall team efficiency rating this week was much higher than I expected. They they, they did did play the Giants, though. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys in that game, and uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, Franny, but I'm going to take the Cowboys in that game. I think between Elliott and Prescott and Cooper – and they picked some, uh, and Bennett actually played pretty well in the limited number of snaps, bailing out um, the defense or spelling the defense as well. Uh, I hope the Vikings win. I do. I they hope will the Vikings win. Win. And uh, I'm going to root for Kirk motherfucking Cousins in that game, <laughs> but I think the Cowboys probably will win the game. Sonia, what say you about Cowboys Vikings? Well, I picked the Cowboys. Oh, you to picked win. the Cowboys. I already did. Oh, Sorry. Man. All right. Next up, Sonia. Next up. Uh-huh. Wow, man, that's that's pretty, God, that's, 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 loud. that's pretty loud. Sorry, everybody. Sorry to everybody listening to in their no, car. No, thank way you home. for the editor that will then lower uh, the volume <laughs> of that. Uh, next up is Seattle at Niners. Oh, this this game is one that I've been looking forward to for a couple of weeks now. I think that this will be oh the first God. loss for wow. the Niners. 
There's a lot on the line here. If wow. the Seahawks could wow, win this wow, game, wow, they'd wow. only be one game behind the Niners for the division lead. And I think that the Seahawks will pull this off. Really? I do. Tanya, what say you? I've got Seattle winning. I think if any team's going to beat them, it's going to be Seattle because, like I always call them, my Keystone Cops. They 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 look like they don't know what they're doing, but they end up coming up with the W, just like they did last week. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Monday night, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah gonna, well, we'll read the text. We'll read the text uh, <laughs> next Saturday. I'm walking in. I'm oh in. God. <laughs> She'll be out walking the neighborhood at eight o'clock at night. Cut off yeah, his legs. It's going to be Get a tough his... game. It's going to be a tough game. Oh, definitely. It's, 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 the Niners yeah. are, they're scary good. So you mentioned something about Kittle might not be playing. Yeah, Kittle is questionable for the game. He still has a potential. There's a potential. Well, he's questionable. He's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah, most likely he will play. Yeah. Don't, don't. What do you think, Ben? Oh, man, that is a hard one. Your wife just chose the Steelers <laughs> over the Rams. No, no. Ben. Let him choose who he thinks. It's okay. In but. fact, as, a, as we sit here today. Yes. <laughs> oh, what's the spread? George Kittle is doubtful yeah. for the game. Which means he's not in. questionable, but doubtful. Uh, I am going to take <laughs> the Seahawks in that game. Are you sure about I that? I am. I am. Okay. I think that because Russ, and this isn't, uh, uh, you know, because I love you, because I do love you, <laughs> but the, the Russell Wilson is playing out of his freaking mind right now. And if there's any quarterback in the league that can undo that defense, especially with Josh Gordon potentially playing in this game Hopefully. with Tyler Lockett, with Chris Carson playing the way he is with Rashard Penny, even playing the way that he is uh, DK Metcalf, Just keep Myers the off. offensive line playing pretty well. <laughs> the defense is less than optimal yeah, I agree. Uh, at present, but they still have enough playmakers to turn the ball over in the game. And I think Jimmy GQ will turn the ball over at least once in this game, leading to a score Seahawks, by four. Huh? What do you think of Sherman? I think Sherman plays really well when he's on a really, really good team. <laughs> Come on, seriously. I mean, we didn't hear boo from him last year. I mean, he was getting run all over last year. He was getting passed on. He was getting, you know, uh, Sherman is your typical, the typical person who, who, when things are going well, he shut, you know, he shoots his mouth off. When things are going poorly, it's someone else's fault. Yeah. I mean, well, his, his job has been made much easier with that front four from the Niners I mean they, they put wow. a lot of pressure on quarterbacks this year and so for the secondary that makes it that much easier yeah I mean that's what I was talking about Kyle Shanahan yeah. I mean yeah. uh, last year Sherman was garbage mm-hmm. I mean why would you give Kyle Shanahan coach of the year when he has all his players and one of the best Salah Hala one of the best <laughs> defensive coordinators in the league why would you give the guy who's on autopilot essentially mm-hmm. coach of the year when John Gruden got the Raider team that that people expected to win Three or four games all season already at five hundred. Just the fact that I have to go through tomorrow and all day Monday before my game. But it's me so exciting, Sonia. Oh my god, I'm gonna be sick. I mean, that's a game of the week right there. Yeah, it is. With the rest of the slate of games that are, I mean, I mean, Cardinals, Buccaneers. I mean, come on, that's exciting <laughs> stuff right there. Next all right, up, next up, like we normally do, yep. we're gonna pick Thursday night game. Uh-huh. Steelers at Browns. I've got uh, Steelers. Yeah, I, I have the Steelers now. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, if the Steelers don't win this game, 
then you know, they, hang it up. Yeah, exactly. I they, mean, they, they got to win this game to make the playoffs. Even even lose. they could they could have Mason. You know, Mason Rudolph play half the game. Devlin, Devlin, Delvin, Delvin. Devlin. Devlin. I, I can't Devlin. get it right. Hodges play the second game, the second half of that game, and they should still win. Connor probably will be back for the Thursday game. Uh, yeah, I think the Steelers will win against the Browns, and if they don't, you know. Hang it up, baby. <laughs> and that is for that is it for week ten and the that beginning of eleven. No way. No way. <laughs> yes Say way, Ben. So. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. We have our shot of the week. All right. Which hold, is for you, my friend. It is, it is. <laughs> hold tight, everybody. Once again, it is shot time, and it is Ben's birthday week. Yes, yes. We are into the drinking portion of the show, yes, listeners. Yes, we are. Those that stuck around for the drinking portion, the reviews, and the tastings. And yes, Ben, and tonight, our shot. We haven't named this shot just yet, Sonia. Oh, we haven't. We have not named it. Should we just name it the birthday shot? The Ben Day shot. Yeah, ben that's, that's Day. Very, very creative. <laughs> Happy Ben Day to you. And yes, this, <laughs> this <laughs> shot. What are we at? Customer service? Happy this Ben Day to you? This shot <laughs> was concocted with uh, some whipped cream vodka Ooh. that we've had sitting around for a while. We have a lot of different flavors of vodka now. There's quite a few in that cupboard, Sonia. I know. Uh, some white chocolate liqueur. It's spilling out. And some almond Baileys, which you've also had in there for quite a while, Sonia. That's good stuff. And on the rim, we have some cake frosting with some sprinkles. And Ben, we have a shot lit up for you. There's a candle right there, and we're going to sing happy birthday to you right now. Yay! All right, guys, ready? Ready. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You can blow it already. Happy birthday. You have a lousy year now. Ben. Happy birthday to you. You can't buy it again. Oh, forget it. I'm making another wish. It's done. I'm making another wish. Forget about it. Mason Rudolph wish. There we go. Elena drank hers already. Thank you all. A couple of them already. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So let's give this Uh, shot a taste. I'm sure it's going to be really sweet and probably really good. But this is really cool. I mean, we went through... We went through your birthday in February after a few months on the podcast. Your birthday in March, which we had on the podcast. The 50 minus one shot. My birthday now. I mean, we started the podcast right. Like, I think my birthday was like the week after. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, But we've had three celebrations. We didn't celebrate your your birthday on last... Like when the podcast first started, right? So I mean, it's really cool. We had we've had each of our birthdays already celebrated. That's right. All three hosts on the on the podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is, Ben. And Friday puts and together this beautiful shot. Happy Yummy. birthday! 
to you. And thank you for my gift, my Steelers sweatpants. <laughs> well, Sonia, <laughs> it's know. funny. Me and Sonia got Ben the exact, <laughs> exact same, same sweatpants. sweatpants. Which I and, and if anyone who knows me we're knows that when page. I find something I like wearing, I wear them every single day. We're, and we're making sure you will. Yes. And Sonia got me a beautiful, beautiful shirt that says, what does it say? Count them. Count them. <laughs> and a new watch. Let's do, and a new watch. And a new Tesla. And a new. Well, yeah, just, <laughs> just, I wish you could. Wait, you're you're paying for that? Am I? <laughs> this month. This month. <laughs> She's making the payment. Really? Well, mortgage, Tesla. Sonia didn't mortgage. know about this before. Yeah, the she didn't know. Oh, it's a 5% power boost. All right, let's taste this bad boy. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Yum. Mm. Oh, my God. Ben Day is good. Wow. Ben, you taste really good. Oh, gross. <laughs> That's what he said. I have not heard that for a long, long time. Very creamy. That's so gross. <laughs> no, but this birthday shot, Ben, mm. in honor of your birthday. The mm. frosting's delicious. good. Delicious. Very good. Yeah, it's cream cheese. Oh, oh wow. Cream there's, cheese, some, yeah. there's some vodka down there in the bottom. Oh, Bring yeah. that shit out here, man. Yep. I, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's on the counter. <laughs> you can hear me crunching on uh-huh. the, on the sprinkles on the podcast. Apologies. Very mm-hmm. good. That's a very good shot. But Friday puts these shots good together. Job, man. That's why Ellen has had a couple of these already. Every <laughs> single week, Friday puts these together. Uh, last week we had. What did we have last week? What was the shot last week? Oh, hold on. It I wasn't got that it. disgusting uh, Green Bay Packers shot last That's week. That's what it was. AA Ron. The AA Ron we had last week. And what about the week before, Sonia? Getting corny. Ah, the getting corny, yeah. another great shot. And before that, pumpkin pie. Ah, another. Franny puts these together every single week, all the way back to November of last year. Mm. He comes up with these every single week. And this one was it inspired by anything, or did you by your come birthday? Up with this? Ah, that's yeah. what are we settling well, me and on? Talked about it. Me and Sonia talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, it was going to be a birthday shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah are we I calling a, it the Ben Day or the birthday? I took a little half Bende. an hour nap today. Happy Ben Day. Everyone knew about it. What's up? I said I took a little half an hour nap today under a blanket, apparently. I saw and that. everybody knew about it. Yeah. <laughs> I posted on Instagram. <laughs> and I did, but I should have. You sent him a picture of me now. Ben, ben getting ready for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long week. And oh, that's funny. I, I, uh, apparently. I didn't sleep great last night, and the dogs got up, and I wanted Sonia to sleep this morning, so I was, uh, I was up early today. Uh, but thank you guys so much for the birthday wishes and the birthday gifts. Thank you, Elena, also for the awesome, awesome gift, which I will use for sure. She yep. got me a, a, a beautiful uh, power pack. Yeah, it's a really, really cool, really cool gift uh, with a sweet pen that I definitely will. Oh, boy, there's the picture. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's the picture. You can post right that there. on Instagram if you want. Um, but Friday, what's next? I'm on a big board. That's that's exactly why you have so much energy, Ben, on the show. <laughs> it's, it's because my, of that nap, it's right my there. My love of football and my love of and the, you're sleeping of under under your Pittsburgh Steelers throw right there. Not well, I am. Yeah, yeah. Very yep. nice. Very nice. I'm gonna put my Rams throw on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we do our beverage of the week, or should we do our taste test this week? Let's see. What do we got? We got week ten. So we're we on the. Our... Sh- we did the shot. Now we're on the brown taste. So we have our beverage of the week. Oh which yeah, is let's the old do Forester, the, or the old we... Forester, and then we'll do the. And then we'll do yeah, that. Do, then we'll do the taste test. All right. Because right. Friday and I have to change into our kilts. That is correct. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, I mean, we had the uh, later hosen. We have to go all out. We had the later hosen yep. for the. They were later for the all yeah. German yeah, beer right. taste test. Yep. We had the. 
the uh, environmental gear and the gas mask for our beer. Our, first our beer. Around, we yeah. had our Breaking Bad outfit. And oh for yeah, that. that's another thing I didn't mention. Uh, is when we do the beer taste test, one of the beer of the week. We're going to do the Einstock, but we are also going to try our home brew, Ben. Yes, and we have our you, home brew ready to go. I couldn't read it because, I mean, it doesn't... Yeah, it yeah, does not look... Yeah. It's, not in, it's not in English over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, I wasn't sure what that was. Uh, I thought it was some scribbling on the, it's, uh, on the board there. It's Garamond. <laughs> it's some a, a ridiculous font. Garamond. <laughs> Which is not a bad one, by the way. I like but Garamond. It's either, it's either Calibri or Times That's New Roman. Those are the only fonts you should be using, folks. <laughs> All right, so Franny, what are we tasting tonight? It is another old Forester, Ben. We've tried an old Forester in the past. We're uh, we're back to uh, some of the bourbons now. All right, so I have a little bit of information on this. <laughs> All right, this is the original batch. Original batch whiskey, old is it, Forester, eighteen seventy. It's like, like the backwoods or something. Know, it, but it almost sounded Japanese for a second. Oh, no, that's a that's a backwoods bourbon drinking music it, right there. Really. <laughs> In 1870, George Garvin Brown created Old Forster on Louisville, Kentucky's famous Whiskey Row. In honor of that milestone year in bourbon history, we have crafted a tribute. Old Forester 1870 original batch, the first expression in the Old Forester Whiskey Row series. 1870 original batch echoes George Garvin Brown's original batching process. Back then, Brown batched barrels obtained from the distilleries to create a consistent flavor profile. To emulate that process today, we also select barrels from three warehouses, each barrel originating from a different day of production, with a different entry proof and a different age profile. The three expressions of Old Forester are batched together and minimally filtered to craft Old Forester 1870 original batch. This is a really, really Interesting taste. Um, we tasted the which one did you say, Franny? We tasted the. I think it was the but the prohibition style one, the 1920s one that we that we had. Uh, well, it was probably at least a couple of months ago, and that one a little higher proof. It was higher proof, and it really hit you at the back of the throat. Um, this one, let's give us a shot. All right, let's taste it. Sonia. I'm nuzzling it right now. It's good. <laughs> Franny does one nostril at a time, folks. You're supposed to. Now, when you, I'm experiencing it. Just smelling it. I'm. Um, there's a little bit of a banana. Sort of uh, uh, vanilla, banana. vanilla for sure. It actually Not, smells really mild. It smells a it little is, bit sweet and a little bit fruity. It's a little mild on the on the mm-hmm. uh, when you smell it for yeah. sure. It's actually well, going down. It's very smooth. This is very easy to drink. Uh, you get the vanilla. You get a bit, a bit, little bit of uh, caramel. You get that. Oh wow, sort it's of, sweet. Uh, banana. Wow, it's very easy to drink. On the entry, it's got. Your typical sort of bourbon flavor when you when it enters your palate. But on the finish, it really I mean, I get that you're right, I think I feel a little sort of a, a honey or banana on the yeah. back of my throat as it finishes. A little bit of sweetness. And it and the it's not a long finish. It's a moderately long finish, I I'd say. It doesn't stick around too long. Yeah, it's not very it's not you know, overly complex. You don't. You don't. This is. You a, have a lot of. I could uh, take a shot of this. I don't know if I'd sit around. I would, I would sip this. I would, I would sit around sipping because, oh, yeah, because it's so easy.
easy to drink and it goes down so easily. There's no burn at the back of the throat or anything like that. I like a burn. Um, I know you do, but you you like the burn and you also like the peat. Well, the more <laughs> dead bodies you can get in there <laughs> to make that peaty flavor. Keep it coming, England. So gross. England. England. Sorry, Scotland. Wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. You need to. I apologize for that one. Scotland podcast is done with you. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> yeah, right? No more corrections sorry, for us. Hey, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> We're done with him. <laughs> we have the chance to vote for independence. We voted it down. <laughs> we voted it down, I said. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, it's really, really... God, what is that flavor? Eleanor, here, here, try it, Eleanor. There's a little bit of a flavor. Let Eleanor try it. See what Eleanor thinks. Eleanor's not much of a bourbon drinker. You never know it by the way she just polished that off. <laughs> Leave some for the fishes. Jesus. Skin, what do you think, Eleanor? Kind of, uh, gives you a little bit of a burn, but it's not. It's very well, Ellen is talking away from the microphone, but she said it's. <laughs> it has a little bit of a burn, yeah. which is, but it has a, a slight burn. No, 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 no. It definitely keeps you warm, um, but it's not a high proof. I think it's what is it, forty-five percent, uh, Ben? I, be, I believe that's what it is. Um, I think it's yeah. I think it's eighty. But it's it's sweeter, it's fruitier than the Prohibition style one. Um, and it's it's very easy to drink. Uh, you know, it, for for uh, for a bourbon, it's not as smoky as you'd expect, but um, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I taste the fruit and the spiciness on the finish for sure. Uh, oh, clove! That's what it is. That's what I taste. I taste clove. A little oh. bit of spice. A little bit of spice on on at, at the front of your tongue. I taste a little bit of clove. Okay. But this, I would say, cold weather, snowing outside, <laughs> outside smoking a cigar. That's when I would drink this. <laughs> it tastes like an alcoholic version of Red Hots. Mm. Right? Kind of, you know when you put Red Hots and it's like cinnamon, but it's hot? I don't, I don't taste the cinnamon too much. Right? No, I think really? you there still is, have the Jim Beam fire. The Jim Beam fire. Yeah, but you're in right. your mouth it's like still. Red, you've had Red Hots before, right? Where Red Hots, yeah. Yeah. That's the alcoholic version of that, sort of. But you're right. And that's... Back to Alex was on the podcast. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Alex, who was on our podcast a few episodes ago. That's your experience. That's what you taste, and you have every right to taste it, Elena. It says that there's cinnamon in there, and you're tasting it. It's coming uh, out for you. So you have every right to experience that. Elena's taste because are, I are I was very, criticized, very sensitive. I was I mean, criticized she... for you know having my own opinion about things. Wait, who, criti- who, who criticized? Who, you? Nobody wow, criticized see how they jumped you. on that. Yeah, we're going to criticize you now. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but, you know, Alex For accusing defended, us of defended, criticizing oh, the Ardbeg. you. It was the Ardbeg. <laughs> Sorry. I think it was the Ardbeg. Or the, no, it was either the Ardbeg or the Jim Beam. I can't remember which one it was. But I was de- at least Alex defended me It smells me really that. nice. smells really nice. It tastes It really has good a too, really yeah. good scent. I mean, this is... Uh, oh, yeah, I could drink this. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Cold weather, though. Cold weather. So this is snowing outside. You're sitting in an easy chair. Golden retriever at your feet. No, With snow's uh, falling, and I'm outside at night. Cigar. And there, and there's no dog, because I would not be that cruel to my dog. Okay. But it, it's outside. You what have a cigar. You have a cigar going. It's snowing. You feel the snow, you know, a little bit on your I know, nose. A St. Bernard with this hanging from its neck. You feel a little bit of snow on your nose. <laughs> you have a hat on, and you're just sitting there smoking your cigar, sitting in a, in a uh, Adirondack chair. In the wintertime, 
you know, on watching the polar bears having a couple digging days through off trash. of work. So not on a raft in the middle of a pool, right? <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. You're watching a Hallmark movie. Okay. You know, like yes. Pemberley Manor yes, Sonia turned me on to like these uh, these Lifetime movies, fans of the show. You know, <laughs> don't, 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 don't judge the Lifetime movies. <laughs> that is hysterical. All right. So I, I think we all enjoyed that yes, bourbon. Very much so. And eventually we'll have a bourbon taste test once again. We've had a couple already. We'll have another one. And Franny. What is your, uh, we didn't rate the beer last week. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, what do you give this? Uh, you know, I would say about a, a 7 for this bourbon. I agree. I would say 6. 6? Because of the lack of complexity. Yeah, that's that's why I was giving it a 7, because there's not, it's it's not very complex once it goes down. It's very smooth. Um, but there's there's not too many flavors coming through. I mean, you you, you get the banana, the 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 vanilla, caramel. Cinnamon. But Elena gets the cinnamon. I don't have that. I mean, there's some spices there, definitely. I get the clove. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I would say seven if I was to rate this. But Which it's better. I think this was better than the the probation style one. I think that one was maybe a little too strong. It took away. I like the, I like the other one. Yeah. Wait, which one is this one? The 1870 original batch. I didn't yeah. write it down because okay. the board is out of space. I, I, I am, need to get the, the uh, rubbing alcohol to that board yeah. pretty soon. I'm, I'm jotting them down. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board, or what are we doing next? Next up, Ben, on the big board, we have our taste test. And what are we tasting, Friday? We are tasting uh, scotches from the islands, Ben. From Isla and from the Isle of Skye. From Scotland, we have... Ardbeg, Lagavulin, Lafroig, oh. Balmore, and we have uh, the uh, the Talisker from the Isle of Skye, and Sonia. Sonia has become such a huge fan of the uh, Isle of Skye. Of the Isle of Skye, oh, yeah. she loves that peatiness, that smokiness that these give you. Oh. And uh, you know, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write an smoke. intro. I didn't write any sort of intro. I usually write an intro for our taste tests. Um, I just feel like maybe I'm dragging out the show when I do that. Um, <laughs> Because it doesn't need to be any longer than it is right now, <laughs> but uh, this will be a long one, folks. What, yes, it is. Yes, so it thank is. You but all we're going to go inside. We're going to taste these five uh, scotches from the islands of Scotland, and me and Ben will be wearing our kilts. Yes. So oh hold tight, God. everybody, for the results of our first <laughs> ever Isla and Isla or Isla and Island Scotch <laughs> taste test. All right, Sonia and Ben, that was a lot of fun once again for the taste test. Uh, you know, the results actually, uh, you know, everything that transpired was actually is, is going to be on, <laughs> on, on Instagram and on Twitter, Absolutely. I'm sure. Uh, so if you want to watch our taste test in progress, uh, take a look there. But Sonia, you have the results uh, from our taste test. Who came in number three? Number three. Well, did you call out um, the five contestants? I, I think I did before, right? You did? Okay, well, let me, let me do it one more time, though, actually. Okay. Let me just pull that up right over here. And so our five contestants for the evening were Ardbeg, 10-year, our Lef- no, the Lagavulin, 16, Lafroig, 10, the Bamore, 12, and it was the Talisker, uh, the um, Game of Thrones edition. House Greyjoy. House Greyjoy. 
So those were our five, Sonya. And Sonya, you're not a huge fan. Nope. And, and, and I think you'll see that if you watch the video. <laughs> Sonya's not a, a huge <laughs> fan. She was sort of gagging through it. Uh, me and Ben I have actually have enjoyed these. <laughs> ben, actually, uh, when you first brought the Ardbeg over, we weren't big fans of it. Well, but you I, had, I you didn't had hate a, it. You had a relationship with it, though. <laughs> I, did. I did. Eventually, afterward, you had a I relationship. Did. And I still do. You thought about Ardbeg at work. I did. I thought, thought about it in the car. I thought about it at the supermarket. Every, was, yeah, was, when you woke up in the morning, I was like, you thought about the Ardbeg. Where is my Ardbeg, and why isn't it next to me? And it was your number one choice. It was. I don't know if it would have been if it was a complete blind taste test, because we could actually see the colors. That's true. Exactly. That's true. We could That's actually true. see the colors of of all the five scotches, and that was the lightest one, but it yep. was the peatiest one, the harshest oh, yeah. one, the smokiest one, it seemed, out of all of them. But you like that. I do. I do. And, and Alex, if you're listening out there, I chose the Ardbeg first. And then the leg of Ulin. So at least I yes. had two Islas or Islas on and my top fr- two from the southern portion of Isla, which is the smokiest and the peatiest. Yes, so and I'm those proud are the ones of that. you chose. But I think you were trying your hardest to choose those two. That w- that was trying my hardest to choose the ones that I like. <laughs> so NFL Scotland, if you're listening out there, and the rest of our fans out there who like the Islas. Let's get the results. They're good. They're good. They're, I'm, I'm really coming around to them, Ben. And I, I you know, yeah. And I have my Port Charlotte. You, I have my Port Charlotte heavily yes. peated here <laughs> for post production. Yes, and Sonia, number three. Number out of the three. Five. Number three out of the five was the Beaumaris. Beaumaris. I liked it. That I was think my that's number the one. Oldest distillery on the island. It is hoot, indeed. Hoot. Hoot, hoot. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't choose them, but okay. I did, and I loved them. I don't know about love. Love, but yeah, yeah, love yeah, might yeah. be a little, love, 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 love be a little strong. Yeah. I, I, I use that term lightly here, <laughs> loosely. Uh, coming in uh, number two, which <laughs> is the Talisker. Talisker from yes. the Isle of Skye. Uh, disappointing number two no, for Ben. They, they, these were the lighter sort of. That's that is right. true. That is true. You know, smoky and, and, and peaty flavors coming through those. And Sunday number one. Number one is, I'm probably going to butcher it, is the Lafroig. 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 Uh, it's a Lafroig. That's right. Ten, yes, ten a very good, a very, very good yes, Isla. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, I chose and it highly number rated. Three. three, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben's number one was the Ardbeg. Yep. And what was he your saw n- the color, and he's like, you know, I'm going to choose this one just to prove everybody else wrong. Not true. Not true. Yes, it is. Not true. We're going to do a blind taste test with all you. All right. We're going to blindfold Anytime. you. Anytime. We're going to go pull them out right now, and you're going to taste them all. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Sonny, what was your number one? My number one was the Beaumaris. All right. And, and Franny? It was the... Uh, Lafroig. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Which ended my, up being my, the number one. Yeah, my top three were the same as the top three, the finishing Isn't top three. Isn't that funny? Three. All right, so I think it was a good taste test. It was, it was a good great. Taste what do you guys think? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I really like these scotches now. When we, like I said, Ben, when you first brought that, that Ardbeg over, you had no idea what the hell you just chose. <laughs> at, I didn't have any idea what I bought. Our local, our local liquor establishment, you had no idea. You just thought it was highly rated, and you brought it over. I don't remember what it was for. Was it for... I think it was for July 4th. Was it, I think, I think it, it might was. have been. Yeah, I think it might have been uh, for the 4th of July. Uh, so you, you did bring that over, and we were a little. Uh, uh, you looked we at it, and you were like, we, we, we were on the fence about it. We weren't completely sure what to expect from it. Um, you know, just the the the, the strong uh, smell peatiness. of that peatiness coming through. I mean, yep. once you poured it in the glass, it was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> but 
You know, I, we, we've become accustomed to these. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's not like a Glenmorangie or a, you know, one of those more smooth drinking the, scotches. I yeah, mean, the it's, it's, it's Glenlivet or, uh, you know, the, the, the smooth sort of drinking scotches. Uh, these definitely have a kick to them. There's a different sort of flavor that you get with these, and it's an interesting flavor, and it's something that you just don't get anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sonia, what did you think about our Isla and Island Scotch taste test? Very interesting. All right, fans of the show, I hope you all enjoyed our our Isla Scotch taste test, and we, we encourage you to try them. Oh, yes, definitely. There are, definitely. There are reasonably priced Isla Scotches out there. I think the the Lefroag and the the Beaumaray are not too expensive. The Ardbeg is not crazy expensive either. So please, 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 give them a try. All right, fine. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. So you know, try them, sip on them. If you don't like them the first time around, you know, bring them out the next night or whenever you drink <laughs> your scotches. Force yourself to like uh, them. <laughs> not 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 force, but just appreciate. The flavor. And the craftsmanship that goes into each and every one of these. That's yeah. Right. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week from Iceland once again. Yes, we Einstock. have another offering from Einstock. Ooh. So give us one second, folks. We were going to set this up on the table, and we will have our beer review of the week. All right, Ben. It is our beer of the week. It's from Einstock once again, and I'm sure you have some info there. I do indeed. And those aren't sound effects. That's actually Ben <laughs> cracking open the beer. the beer. This is from the Einstock Brewery on the beautiful island country of Iceland. This is the Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale, brewed 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. We balance three kinds of hops with pure Icelandic water to create an ale unlike any other. It can only be described as Arctic Pale Ale, and it's truly one of a kind. Cascade hops give it an American character, while Northern Brewer and Hallertoa traditional add just enough bitterness to make this refreshingly Icelandic. And make everything else pale in comparison. The key ingredients are pale ale malt, crystal malt, chocolate malt, and American and Bavarian uh, hops. It's available in cans, bottles, and kegs. And the food pairings are hoppy start and long multi finish, make it the perfect pairing for almost any meal from burgers and steaks to hearty vegetable dishes, pasta, chili, and barbecue. 5.6% alcohol by volume. Another offering from Einstock. We love, love, love this brewery. Not a sponsorship, just a brewery that we really, really like. All right, guys, you want to give this a taste? Yeah, I'm just smelling it right now. It smells It smells delicious. It smells like an IPA. Ooh, it almost smells like the seventh round IPA. Yeah. And, of course, I got a little liquid on my nose there. You know, it's going down. I mean, when you first sip on this, it is just crisp. Oh, I mean, wow. It's like I just stepped outdoors in sub zero temperatures in Iceland. It's so smooth. Maybe not so much. It's but so smooth. It is smooth. It is slightly bitter, but it has a nice, crisp finish. It's crisp. To it. It's bitter. But it, the finish is extraordinarily short. It is short, it, quick. It, 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 
It gives you all the flavor and then it disappears. disappears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sonia, what do you think? Uh, I'm not a big fan. No? No. The bitterness. Sonia's uh, not a big fan of the bitters. Yeah, it, it's um, uh, it's almost like I dread it. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I dread it. <laughs> I do. Einstock I is sip. no longer. No, 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 no. Einstock, I love the other two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Last week's yeah, was delicious, one? and the and um, what's the other one? But all got? of the ones that we've tried so far, they have a nice, crisp, refreshing sort yeah. of beginning with yes. this one, Sonia, and the finish is also nice and, and crisp. But there's a, that little bit of, of of bitterness in between. But I enjoy that. With, I, you guys with beers. like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's you guys mild, like it. slight toffee, generous hop aroma, which Franny pointed out, and flavor from a late hop addition. Sonia, not yeah. a huge fan. Well, she hasn't been a big fan of any of the IPAs that we've tried. Yeah, I'm not an IPA fan. Yeah, it tastes good. Like when you first take a drink, you're like, okay, it's oh man, did you have to add that bitterness to it? That's all. But but it it, smells really good. Mm -hmm. As a pale ale, I mean, I'm surprised that they were able to craft it in Iceland using this recipe because obviously, as as Franny pointed out, I think last week, you're not growing a lot of hops on or Iceland (laughs) or anything for that matter. But the the fact that it is, as Franny pointed out, also Crisp, yeah, very hoppy. The flavor is awesome. The smell is amazing, and the finish is short and to the point. So it's quality, but with a short finish. But very easy. So you could drink it. Very easy to drink. Sitting down, relaxing, watching a game. You could probably drink a a significant number of these Mm -hmm. at five point six percent. It it really is another quality. When you taste it, it tastes fresh. Yeah, it does. It tastes fresh, crisp, and refreshing. Sonia, anything now? <laughs> I keep. I'm trying your, to get her to like it. I want her to like these nope. IPAs. All right. No, nah, but it's good. It is very good. And uh, Ben, if you were to uh, rate this beer one to ten on our thirst and goal rating, what would you rate? I would rate it an eight. Yep. You know what? I agree with you. Maybe a seven and a half, seven point five for me. It's right up there. I mean, it, it, for what mm-hmm. it is, I mean, yeah. it would be hard to get a better, refreshing. I like the other. I like the other two that we tried. The um, the white. I think it was the white ale. The white ale. And we also have the. There's I actually the have wee. A, the, the wee, wee heavy. The wee heavy. That one was also very that was good. Amazing. Uh, yeah. I would say I like those maybe a little bit better than yep. this one um, because those were just there was just. They were more refreshing, I would say, yes. than this one. Uh, this one is crisp, not as refreshing, but you know it has that nice balance where you get that bitterness. You know, you can tell it's an IPA. The color is very nice, um, but it's very easy to drink. This is very easy to drink for an IPA for yeah. a five point six percent alcohol beer. Yeah, and I, I think I have a six pack of these in the garage that I've yet to open, and I can't wait to open them now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our home brew, which me and you are very excited to say. Sonia is very excited as well. <laughs> She's not showing it, but I'm sure she is. Yes. And uh, the problem that we had with our last beer was that it took such a long time to get the carbonation. Uh, we tried it two weeks afterward, which should have been long enough. It wasn't. Uh, we went on vacation. <laughs> we came, came back, back, and after about four or five weeks, it definitely had enough carbonation. Uh, some of those beers had maybe too much carbonation. The flavor was amazing. Yeah. And so I'll we're say. hoping that this one, our Hefeweizen, our sixth round Hefeweizen, will be delicious right now. Yeah, so our first round beer that we brewed was a seventh round IPA. It was a fruity, hoppy IPA, and it turned out to be spectacular. 
uh, when we got back from a trip that we took, we were disappointed when, as Franny mentioned, that the carbonation wasn't there, and we thought that the entire entire batch would be a flop. But after a couple more weeks sitting in 75 or 70-degree temperatures, it was awesome. And Sonia even liked that one because it had that sort of she fruity... Had I had no choice. And again, thank you to our listener Mitchell from Manitoba for the idea to go seventh round, sixth round, fifth round, fourth round. Everybody, everybody that has has tried that IPA thought it was freaking delicious. Yeah, and we actually, much like Einstock, we used hops from Northern Brewer to brew the seventh round Mm -hmm. IPA. And I'm going to pop this open right now on the mic. Hopefully, we hear it. Let's let's here we go. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It sounded like <laughs> there was right, some carbonation all right, in there. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is a fake sound effect, of course. <laughs> smells good. Smells good. It's, oh, look at oh, that. Oh, look at that. It's, Holy crap. We're going to post uh get a picture of that if you can in one of those glasses. Maybe not this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shot oh, glass man. of beer. Here it's on here. Ready? I am shocked by how much carbonation that has. Do you want a video? Wow! 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 All right! Wow! That's that's pretty impressive, Ben. I think I think the last time maybe we didn't put enough sugar. Yeah. You know, we we were kind of trying to calculate how much sugar to put into it. This, this time we're like, said, dump it in. It. Yeah, we're gonna have <laughs> bottles blowing up in the ba- in, in the in the bedroom. It doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, this is exciting. <laughs> it's in a box. This is a heft, dude. Sonia, so you may like this one. Look at that. Look at that. It's got a little head on it. it smells weedy. It smells weedy. Wow. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers, Sonia. Cheers, Ben. You got the bottle there. I got the glass. Sonia's got her little glass. Here we go. Ready? Go. Oh, wow. Interesting. Very yeasty. It's 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 weedy? Yeah, it's it's weedy. Well, it is a half. Yeah, but a half is not yeasty. Uh, They are. There's more. They're weedy. Lemony. There's actually uh, oh, I yeah, taste the citrus for sure. Yeah, it's fruity, uh, but I think me and Ben like more of the bitter hops. I think so this too. one's not very bitter, but this one's very easy to drink. This though. one's not bad. Wow, I mean, it's it, it it probably needs about another week or two of carbonation, maybe. I think, I think there's I plenty of carbonation, so. but it's almost there. I mean, for me, for me. Oh, excuse me. Also, easy to drink. The finish is smooth and mm-hmm. short to the point. Uh, not crisp. Not, uh, well, it's really cold. Yeah. It's a soft entry. I mean, it is. That's I mean, the, 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 when it initially hits your palate, it's very soft. It feels almost it is, it is powdery. Soft. A little bit of creaminess to it. I like it. it. It's a different taste. I mean, it doesn't taste like Blue Moon, which to me tastes like the worst beer on earth. Oh, oh my! God. I mean, no, I just—I <laughs> mean, there are worse beers. There are yeah. worse, but, but like a Blue Moon flavor to me, like that—that that was what I was afraid of. It's not strong either. It's not like that. You know, it's, it's not it's that, a, that, that weedy. It's about a five percent alcohol content somewhere around there. Um, but it's good though. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that it has as much carbonation as it actually has right now. I mean, I was, I was expecting a flat I beer, like but uh, this is drinkable. I, I just think me and Ben are. are Bigger fans of maybe the IPAs sort of yeah. bitterness to it. I a little more meaty, a little more beefy beer. I don't know. <laughs> Six round hef. It's, it's drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's, it's just, just that initial was, yeasty. Maybe a little more hops. I wish I wish there was just a little bit more hops maybe with that's this what it is. ingredient. Ah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Fifth round. We're going to play around with the ingredients a little bit. Well, well <laughs> Friday's like, no, we're going to follow the instructions. We will not follow the instructions. <laughs> because there, was no more, there, there wasn't more hops to go with that. It was just well, that. Well, we could that. pick up a little hops. And we maybe, could. Uh, what do you want in half? Do you want a little more hoppy? you want a little more? <laughs> what do you want? A little blueberry in there? What do you want? Just more bitter. I, I, I just, you know. Hops uh, make it bitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I never like those commercials, like Bitter Beer Face. Those, but I like uh, it, though. I like it, though. Sonia? Honest opinion? Um, was it was it was it worth the liter hosen? Oh, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it has a better taste at the end than it does initially. Initially, it's that yeasty. It's a little soft at the beginning, but then it kind of hits you with some flavor at the end. It's like yeasty. It was like, oh my god, and then it goes away. So mm-hmm. it's it's not horrible. It's won't be my go-to, but it's. Uh, I think you guys have done a phenomenal job. It it, it tastes like Very a beer. Impressed. Yeah, we've made two beers. We've made two yep. beers so far, that, and it tastes like beer. Yeah, that were complete products <laughs> that, like that, that you could serve to a human being. And you could. I mean, it, 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 this is better than a lot of the beers that we've tried. It's better than the Boddingtons. Boddingtons. That's, that's that's for sure. Uh, it's it's better than than you know some of the the Asian ones that that the you know Korean beers that we've tried on the hey, show hey, that hey. that Sanya is a big fan of. Those are very crisp, but absolutely no flavor whatsoever. Hey, hey, hey. Um, there were a couple others there that you know they were you know not. I mean, I can't because we don't have those written down on the board. I just can't. I, I can't remember. There was that German with the Rot House one. That one was very that good. Was really that good, was yeah. very good. Um, I, I can remember the really good ones. I can't remember the the, the bad ones. But this one is is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere in the middle. I, I think the IPA that we that we brewed up last time. I think that one had more flavor. Sonia, we weren't you weren't a big fan of that one either. Um, but I, me me and Ben love that <laughs> one, and a lot of people really, love it. Really love that we one. We finished but, off all of that batch. I, I, I think. You know, depending on your on your taste profile, I think I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would also enjoy oh, this sure. one. But uh, you know, it's 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 good and it's drinkable, but more hops probably would would have been better. Yeah, and fans of the show, folks that are listening, you know, if you're thinking about brewing your own beer, please, please, please give it a shot. Uh, it takes a little bit of time. Uh, it's you light. have to be careful. But it, but, it, but it takes some patience. But you can do it in a relatively small space with a relatively low cost. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about doing it, please pull the trigger. Don't be afraid to brew your own beer if that's something you're interested in doing uh, because you can do it. We've done it twice now, and we didn't have any idea what we were doing. So don't be afraid, uh, listeners, to go ahead and brew your own beer. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is my quiz. Woo-hoo. It's quiz time on Thurston Goal. All right. And this quiz has been in my phone for a while now. Sonia, you had last week's quiz. I lost on rock, paper, scissors. Uh, <laughs> ben, I can't remember what we did the week before that, but for some reason, I, I think Sonia maybe was on the show, so we didn't have the quiz. Uh, yeah, she was out, so we, we skipped me. the quiz. Or I did one. I think I did one. Find the quiz. I hope I can find All the right, quiz. Friday's phone is malfunctioning because the old people like myself and Sonia print things out on paper <laughs> so that we have them in front of us. We like to kill trees for unknown reasons. Uh, but yeah, so we've done this quiz since I think early, early on in the show. I'm not sure how many All episodes right, I found in. It. 
All right, finally found it. All right, Ben, uh, shut down. All right, <laughs> I found it. Shut uh, up, Ben. Uh, no, no, keep on going, Ben. Stop okay, killing time. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all, all right. right. So all right. question number one, you have your buzzers on uh, the table. Two. How many distilleries are on Isla? Oh, jeez. Fifteen. You are wrong. Sonia. Eight. Eight is, is <gasps> Holy correct. shit. <laughs> it is the Balmoray, which See, we listen. tried tonight. The Ardbeg, which we also tried. The Brulardac. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> luck with that. I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I was I was actually looking eight? at- Eight? Really? Uh, yeah, there are eight. And I was- I was gonna write an intro for the you know the whole taste test today and i was actually looking at you know scottish terms that i could use but i need a <laughs> translation into english because i mean when you read it it's co- it, make, it makes yeah absolutely no <laughs> sense but you know i'm sure to the to, them to the scots yes it does and 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 kudos to them but i can understand a lot of the things but <laughs> uh bruladak bruladik bruladik <laughs> Okay. Okay, so the Balmore, Balmore, Ardbeg, Bruiladi, I don't know, Buna, Buna, Buna Habin. There's cool guys, man. There's a couple of them. There's eight. Kill, Kill, and Lafroig. We've had, we had five out of those eight. Good for us. Uh, I just can't pronounce them. It's really tough. But Sonia, you got it I right. I got it. Perfect. Uh, so wait, so the Port Charlotte, that's that's uh that is a sub from, brand of no, one of those brands? It's from the the brewery brew my dick. <laughs> the, the brew my dick? Uh brewery. What are they distillery? Interesting. So yeah, well, so they have a uh, lot of different sub brands or, or, or uh, well this one is actually on, on it, it it actually is I think if you look at uh the packaging it actually has that uh, distiller's name on the packaging. I love it. I how mean, you say I it? In, I have no clue how you say it. I am in a really, and Franny, now you are in a very elite group of <laughs> Scotch drinkers. There's only eight of them, and there will probably only be eight of them for the rest of our lives. That is a unique. Well, well Kilcomon, Kilcomon, uh, that I think is the newest one. I think it opened up in about 2005, 2006. So there's still. Opening them up. I mean, the population on the island is not very large. Don't steal all the mm. water, folks. Don't do it. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll have to visit one day for Please. sure. Can't wait. And sure. we'll have to drink at every single distillery. Oh my! I signed this worst trip ever. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay out of uh, the isla. Question number two: uh, How many distilleries are there in Scotland? <laughs> One hundred and forty-three. Very close, but not right. So, Sonia, uh, eighty. I don't know. Nope, one hundred and twenty-eight. Oh Ooh. come on! I was close. You were close. You were close. I didn't expect to get it right, but you were very close, Ben. One hundred twenty-eight licensed distilleries. Wow, in smaller Scotland. than I expected, actually. Seriously? That is pretty yeah. impressive. Scotland is not very big. It's not, that, but is, I, that is impressive. But there's only so is it many to go. Around. All distilleries. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, like. It, it's it's not coal mines. It's distilleries over there. Yeah. <laughs> so at least they're doing good work. Hey, they're doing good work for them. I was digging through the peat bogs, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the bones. Stop. All right. Question number three. What? Back to football now. Oh. What is currently <laughs> the highest selling jersey in the NFL? Which player? Patrick Mahomes. That is wrong. Really. Um. 
Oh, currently? Like? Like right now. Right well, it minute? was two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, maybe, when I wrote this. Uh, uh I don't know. Um, I don't know. Elliot. I don't know. No, not Ezekiel. Wait. Although I think he was number two or number three. Somewhere on the list. <laughs> All right. I have I have a guess. I have a guess. Do hold it. on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Do it. Lamar Jackson. You are wrong. Oh. Really? <laughs> Who is it? It is old man Tom Brady. Who the hell is wow. buying those jerseys They're outside of New England? Buying those jersey Tom Good Brady is still him. the number one jersey. And, the and to all those people that are buying those jerseys, adjacent to success is not <laughs> success. So stop buying jerseys for teams that you don't like and players that you could not care less about just so you can pretend to wear a jersey of a successful player. I'm not sure where you're going with that. I know. Well, I mean, who would be I mean, who would be buying a jersey for Tom Brady in like uh Texas or uh, clearly it's not only in New England. It's got to be outside why of New not? England. Giselle has bought. Yeah, she probably the bought. Like, yeah, that's true. She makes she like bought the she makes like thirty million dollars a year, so she probably bought all of the jerseys. <laughs> Question number four: Ben's not very happy that Tom Brady is the number one selling jersey. Well, he is the eighteenth ranked or twentieth ranked quarterback in the league this year. Number four: Which NFL player has the most Instagram followers? Russell Wilson. That is wrong. Sonia? I don't know. Which NFL player? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how many players there are in the NFL? Hey, but which one? 53 times 32. People would be interested in following. Which in- head cases out there? Oh. Oh, my God. It's not. Do it. It's not. Say it. No. It can't be. It is a receiver. Antonio Brown? It's not that Thank guy. Thank God. No. There, is, there is some, some justice in the universe. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Very similar to Antonio Brown. Bell. Oh, God, not Odell Beckham. <laughs> Odell Beckham oh. Jr. has the most Instagram followers. Seriously. Yeah. If only you were as good at football as you are at social media He's very and marketing. Good. He's very good. Yeah, it's two and seven record. Proves it. All right, question number five. Winning matters, buddy. How many teams has Ryan Fitzpatrick played for? <laughs> Twelve. Not that many. <laughs> Figured it was up there. <laughs> it's up there. Seven. Sign us closer. It was eight. Oh, eight. Just teams. like the amount of distilleries on Isla. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick has played for eight NFL teams. Do you know who those teams are? Mm-mm. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Tampa. Uh, yes. Yeah, they for yes. Buffalo. Yes. 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 Uh, New York Jets? Yes. Wow. I didn't play on the West Coast. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did play on the West Well, sort of on the West Coast. He Arizona? played for the Rams. Oh, the Rams. That's right. That's right. That's right. West Coast. Because at that time, they were oh, yeah. St. Louis. Uh, he played for the Bengals as well. He played for the Bills, Ben. He played for the Titans, the Texans, the Jets, the Bucks, and the Dolphins. Holy crap. Yeah. At least I, got, I got three or four. You got four of those eight. Very impressive. That's a lot of jerseys. I have my, yeah. I have my meaningless trivia down <laughs> to science. Very and good. that is the quiz. That was awesome. For the week. Thank you, Frana. Thank you all <laughs> so much for listening to our quiz and learning a little bit That's about right. the NFL and drinking.
drinking from the <laughs> Isle of not the Isle of Sky, but Isla. Some Isle of the Skye. islands off the west coast. Some of, of the Scotland. islands. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Next week we are trying Jamaican scotch. <laughs> All right, Friday, what, rum. What, <laughs> what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have Ben's (laughs) Betting Corner. All right. Yes, we do. It's Ben's Betting Corner of the Week. So last week, we got slaughtered. If you listen to me, you lost a lot of money. (laughs) Monopoly money. Monopoly money or play money. But this week, we are ready for a comeback. The Detroit Lions. For my certified picks. Why are you yelling at me? I know. I'm talking over here. The Detroit Lions are going to come back in a big way against the Bears and win this game. The line is plus 2.5 when we put the money down. Uh, so take the Lions in that game. Next up, Chiefs at Titans. The Chiefs are coming back with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill in full force against the hapless Titans with, what's his name? Uh, who's playing quarterback for the Titans? Uh, Tannehill. Tannehill. KC minus six. They might win this game by two touchdowns or more. Next up, Bills versus Browns. Gotta love Buffalo in this game. Even though they're playing at Buffalo, it's just a short two and a half mile or two and a half hour car ride from Buffalo to Cleveland. Take Buffalo plus three. Cannot believe that the Cleveland Browns are favored in this game. Rams versus Steelers. I know I picked the Rams to win this game, but I think the Steelers are going to keep it close. So take Pittsburgh plus three and a half points in this game. Next up, Seahawks versus 49ers. I know that I said that the Niners are going to win, and I do believe they will. But the line being six and a half points, I do, in fact, think the Seahawks are going to keep it closer than six and a half points. So take the Seahawks in this game. Frane also has, before we, before we go through game after game, mm-hmm. Frane has his fabulous it, five parlay. And uh, last week, uh, we, well, we got, well, because of the fucking Lions. If the Lions had won that game, uh, I would have uh, won quite a bit of money because I had a, an 11-game parlay I know. that Th- I didn't that's mention the worst. on the show. The it was worst. one game, and they were so close. Uh, but this week, my fabulous five, Kansas City Chiefs, New Orleans Saints, Baltimore Ravens, the Colts, and the Lions. Choose those teams, and you will win Monopoly money. I have another fabulous five. New Orleans, Baltimore, Lions, Chiefs, Bills. Ooh, throwing the Lions in there is tough. It was last week. Yeah, it is. That was a, that's a tough game to pick. I mean, I knew it was, you know, because there aren't a lot of great games, but I'm really impressed that you've been... How many parlays have you hit this year so far? Out of nine weeks so far, I think it was about four. Four to nine. But that's pretty good since the odds are spectacular on yeah. your... Yeah, parlay. Not bad, not bad for a parlay. All right, so we'll just run down the rest of the games pretty quick. We have Arizona Cardinals at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Cardinals are four and a half point underdogs in that game. Love, love, love the Cardinals in a game. The over-under is 51 and a half. I also love the under in that game. I don't think those two teams are going to score 52 points. New York Jets at New York Giants. 
Good God, stay away from that game. Next up, Frane's one of Frane's picks for the beautiful, beautiful, fabulous parlay. Atlanta Falcons at New Orleans Saints. 14-point underdogs are the Atlanta Falcons. I would love the Saints in that game. I don't even think the, the Falcons will score uh, 10 points in that game. Next up, Ravens at Bengals. The Ravens are 10.5-point favorites in that game. I think that might be a little bit too heavy on the line. The over-under is 44.5. I like the over in that game. I think they will score 45 points or more. Next up, Carolina Panthers plus 4.5. I do, in fact, think Carolina is either going to keep this game very close or potentially win this game outright. Take the Panthers in that game. Next up, Dolphins at Colts. Frane took the Colts outright to win this game in his parlay. I think the Colts probably will win the game, but I do not believe they will do it by 11 points. If you're going to bet on that game, take the Dolphins. Next up, Rams at Steelers. The Rams are four-point favorites on the road at the Steelers. The over-under is 43 in that game. Take the over, over 43. I don't know if I want to touch the line in that one. Next up, Minnesota Vikings at Frane's Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys favored by three. Take it. The Cowboys are going to win that game. They're going to lose that game, Ben. (laughs) By more than three points. The over-under is 48.5. That's a little bit too hard to call. Next up, big Monday night game. Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. As I said, that is one of my best bets. Take the Seahawks. They are not going to lose that game by seven points. And on Thursday, Cleveland Browns at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Cleveland Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites Wow! over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Take the Steelers in that game. There is no way that the Cleveland Browns are going to win that game And just because of that right now, Ben, they're going to lose. You just jinxed them. I hope not. I hope not. But that is Ben's betting corner. Franny's fabulous five parlay, sexy six parlay some weeks. But that was our betting corner for the week. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, to end the show, we have some more housekeeping. All right, folks. Love you all so much for listening. We truly, 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 truly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, please share our show and our website, thirstinggold.busprout.com, with your friends, relatives, anyone you think would also like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Stitcher, or just about any other podcatcher out there. If you have the time, we'd really, truly appreciate it if you would leave us a review on iTunes or any other platform that allows reviews. If you would like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, please send us an email. We would love, love, love to answer your email on the show. Podcast Thirsting Goal at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave a voicemail at 818-350-2680 and leave us any question, comment, or area for improvement, and we might, might, might play it on the show. Please also follow us on Friday's awesome Instagram account, at Thurstand, and on my mediocre Twitter account. That is at, that is false, at, Ben. At Goal Thirst. You're quite active on Twitter. 
I am active. So all of our independent podcasters out there, keep tweeting and retweeting, and we will do the same for you. All right, Franny, what say you about getting to the end of the show? It's been a long one. It has been a long one. Uh, we'd like to say thank you, thank you to, to all Sonya of our for hanging in there, listeners, and yes, Sonia for hanging in there up to Ben's betting corner. And thank you, Elena, for uh, giving us your wisdom this week and all of the uh, all of the information that she provided with regard to the drinks. Oh yeah. So thank you so much to to Sonia's cousin and Franny's sister, and we will bid you adieu. I think Sonia wants to say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody.